0: And uh, that's the Shinola on that one. All right. Now I would like to address this arts funding issue. Now this all reminds me of a humorous story of the traveling salesman. Let's say that the taxpayer is a farmer and the government is a salesman. Well, the farmer says you can spend the night in my barn, but do me a favor, don't stick your wheelie into any of the three holes in the wall. (laughs) Well, in, in this case, the salesman's willy represents a taxpayer's money, you understand. Well, the government, like the salesman, can't help himself. Sticks his willy in the first hole, it feels good. Sticks his willy in the second hole, it feels even better. Sticks his willy in the third hole, and it hurts like hell, and it won't let go. Well, in the morning, the farmer comes out, and he explains. Behind the first hole was my wife. Behind the second hole was my daughter, and behind the third hole was a milking machine that don't let go till it gets 50 gallons. (laughs) Gentlemen, I propose that this arts funding is like a milking machine, and unless we shut it down, it's going to rip our dicks right off. Tonight's show is brought to you by the new U.S. government, improving the arts by severely limiting them.
1: Welcome back to Retro, Retro, Retro. I'm your host, Raven J. Am I supposed to hear something? <laughs> Just hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm joined with... Yeah, and I'm,
2: I'm the other guy who is not Raven J.
1: The lunatic fringe, Ken Gage.
2: Lunatic no. Speaking.
1: I know you're out there. Are you
2: playing a clip right now?
1: Yeah, could you hear it through my headphones?
2: No, oh, I can't shit. hear anything. Right. It was just quiet. I just assumed. Usually, when you say lunatic fringe, <laughs> then you play that music. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I bet that's playing right now. I'll be a little quiet here for Yep. Is that what you wanted? Was your cock stuck by your stepmom? Got my dogs outside barking. Probably a deer.
1: So, uh. Oh! Uh, wait. Uh, what are you guys
2: doing? Let's go in the house, guys.
1: Uh, what you get?
2: Somebody better straighten no, out I heard, I heard something shit. in the distance, like like a wild animal making a noise like it was fighting. Well,
1: it's probably fucking, I don't know what it was. It's a fucking werewolf. What do you think it is? What's Michigan known for?
3: I something
2: hissing way in the background. I was worried that my dogs are out here fighting with a,
1: a skunk yeah, or something. A were snake wolf <laughs>
2: All right guys, let's go
1: and come on. Snake wolf. We stop. Oh speaking Sorry. of <laughs> uh, speaking of no. before we uh started uh the show, we were speaking of Tubi. Which uh both the movies that we're reviewing tonight are uh free on. And um listeners, uh if you want, you can um put in a good word for us on Tubi. Uh we're we're looking for a sponsorship. <laughs> So I've been telling you, crazy bastards, about Tubi for two and a half years now. It's great, and y'all are still like, "Oh, well, I'll still watch Netflix or YouTube." I'm like, motherfucker, put this DVD, <laughs> put the DVDs down, and go get your Fire Stick or Amazon or your Roku or whatever the fuck you got your DVD player, and fucking yeah. install Tubi and watch watch everything. Become become worthless in life. Just watch movies. Yeah,
2: no, movie is awesome. It's got so many cool little things and independent movies and newer independent movies. Yeah, things that just came and trailer compilations that are cool.
1: Dude, I can, I should, I should just give a recommendation for like so many things, new and old, because I just watched this movie. I I don't, I may have, yeah, I did, I did tell you about it. It's called uh, No Way Out, and it's got like this actor. No way out. Yeah, it's got this actor in it who fucking. I hate him because he's like a fucking chiseled model but and he looks just like that one actor uh, Vincent Gallo that dude from uh, Buffalo yeah. si- Buffalo 66 you know what I'm talking about that fucking weird dip- dipshit I don't remember yeah. uh-huh well, anyway. he's not
2: ringing a bell right now anyway. like I saw a picture I'd probably just go oh yeah that guy
1: <laughs> yeah but he's in this movie and then uh, the chick that's in I don't know her name off the, off the top of my head but she was in another movie called uh Never going back, which she was fucking awesome in, also, and uh, I don't I don't know her name offhand, but she's nude in this movie, so a plus in my book, huh. five stars. Yeah, yeah, no, I love Tubi. It's got some cool shit. I just saw something called Night of a Thousand
2: Virgins, <laughs> and it was about all these old these horror films, the you know with the oh, was it a, the the slasher oh, horror films of the eighties, basically?
1: Oh, it was a documentary. It,
2: yeah. Oh no! It's like a. It's a. Oh. It's hosted by this girl, it, it, uh, who's uh, um, she's acting like she's some kind of centerfold or something, and she's hosting it. But she, it's a bunch of trailers. Yes. So they play the trailers. clips, But she comes in between them.
1: Yeah, she does. Um, speaking of, <laughs> there's a ton of those uh type. Show type thingies like documentary reels or uh, uh, trailers. Yeah,
2: great documentaries on there.
1: Yeah. It's super duper. So, um, we'll just mention what movies we're going to review after our topic tonight. We're going to be doing uh, Night of the Werewolf from 1980 or Uh 1985 if you're a U.S. citizen.
2: Um, yeah, well, that movie has a ton of titles too. It's the uh, because it's the uh, ninth movie, I think, in the Valdimir, uh,
1: what's his name, Janitsky. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? That's what I was. That's what I was going to yeah. say because, like, he, Paul Nashi did like what fucking three hundred werewolf 12. movies?
2: There's twelve in that series in that 12? Valdemar werewolf series. Twelve films, and this is the tenth or ninth one from 1981.
1: They, are they in succession?
2: They're in succession, yeah. So to give you an example, if you remember the movie "The Werewolf Versus the Vampire Woman," that's number five in the Valdemir Werewolf series.
1: Save it, save it, save it for the movie review. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're doing that movie, and then we're doing "Vampire Hookers" from 1978.
2: Yeah. Vampire hookers, and I had never seen this movie before.
1: Yeah. It's pretty good. I I saw it a long. We we'll get that other
2: titles. That's how you know it's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, this and this is the what seventeenth in the series? Huh? I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? Is it series? All right. So um, so yeah. So the topic tonight we're gonna be talking about AI artwork. Is that right? Is that what you wanted? Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I think, I think it's a cool subject, AI artwork. I thought figured that's something you and I could talk about. Maybe, maybe argue about a little, maybe not. You yeah. well, you don't, you, I don't remember you not caring for it overall, but I don't want to <laughs> give the show away this early. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you want bear the lead? Um, well, yeah,
2: I don't want is... <laughs> to steal your glory.
1: <laughs> well, it kind of goes along with, um, a show I've been planning for a while, uh, because uh-huh. I've been trying to get Ayla on the show, but it's probably never going to happen because she keeps blowing me oh. off. But are you going to do a show or something with Ayla? Yeah, we were going to do a show about AI. Um, oh, cool! Because like we hung out a while ago and we were watching like AI videos because like they creep me out. Like especially like oh yeah the, yeah like that Sophia robot, the one that looks like mm-hmm. the fucking robot from the from Cyborg, the Jean Claude Van Dam movie from fucking eighty nine or whatever it was. Looks just like a yeah, yeah, fucking robot. Ugh. It's gross. <laughs> and then, um, but yeah, just like all these movies and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, I want to talk about AI and like if, uh, if, if it ever came down to um, like uh, creation of the humanoids where like uh, you can mate with them or you could like be in rapport with them, I guess is what they call it in the movie. Anyway, <laughs> and when, when, when in like when now are they going to get rights? You know what I mean? Like you got to think about like, you think of those little stupid toy robots you had when you were like a kid that just like rolled and like made noise. Yeah. yeah. But like within, within like 10 years from now, maybe even sooner than that, like even those little robots will have rights (laughs) and there'll be people protesting like,
2: give those robots the
0: rights. In a way we're,
2: we're already arguing about the rights with the AI because I mean, my argument is, you know, there's a bunch of whiny people saying, "Well, those those AI programs got trained with uh, public art and and private art, and and those artists they didn't get paid a penny or whatever the fuck it would be to for the for the AI to use their art or train on it." And uh, so, when we talk about the rights of robots, you know, I'm I'm talking about sooner or later a robot was going to come along that created art created original art and then people were going to complain artists whoever were going to say galleries no unfair you can't let a machine do art <laughs> you know this, this was going to yeah. come sooner or later it just happened to come sooner the, you know all the arguments against it well, but my my argument is why it's a rights issue for robots is because, I mean, a robot is just using its own mind and looking at the world. And just because it has looked and, and it scanned every painting in the world, it, and it, it has a, a total recall with its memory that humans don't, because we don't have that good of memory, <laughs> that, you know, it seems unfair, but the, art, but the, the computer is, a, is an artist. You know, is, uh, is
1: a full What pretty the fuck? Cool Ken? shut up, you, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my little buddy robot has right. Dude, you are that fucking person outside <laughs> the fucking courthouse. Well, no, I'm saying, no, no but I it is a rights issue because you're
2: saying that
1: that, hey. that robot,
2: just because he's got a better brain than you and, and can look at everything, you've got that same, you've got copyrighted material in your head, Raven. And uh, no one's complaining. No one's saying, hey, Raven looked at this
1: and he has a memory of this copyrighted image
2: in his head. We should be mad about it.
1: (laughs) You know know what I'm saying? Ken. Dude, (laughs) let me fucking talk. Go ahead. I guess right off the bat, yeah, I am against fucking AI art because it's fucking stupid. It's fucking... (laughs) And you're laughing about it. That's that's what's fucking wrong with this whole shit. Because I do fucking do artwork. And when... You just fucking push I a button and fucking create something that something, and like you just said, comes from millions of other people's artwork, and you're saying, oh, it's okay. It's okay for a robot to do it. It's like, no, that's exactly what's fucking wrong with it.
2: No, but that's all the humans are doing. Uh, no, just, we're not. You know, no, 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 really no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 no. A human can create things. Like, think about when you have dreams. Think of how fucking mm-hmm. surreal and realistic that shit is in your mind. But you can't fucking, you can't explain that shit to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, And, you can, and only certain people can render certain things like that. And <clears throat> so people that can't think it's such a fucking good idea for fucking, well, let's make this thing that can make things faster and degrade what other people can do. You know what I mean? I guess it's the same thing with music and shit like that. Because I've always felt the same way. It's like, like digital music's not exactly the same as like picking up a guitar or a percussion instrument and fucking actually re- playing an actual thi- fucking thing instead of having something pre-programmed.
2: It's not exact same, but I mean, they, they have they both have their unique, you know. Yeah, the, there is room for both. But product.
1: the thing about all this is that it's making people fucking lazy, and it's gonna it's going to put a lot of people out of business for for the re- for the rest of our fucking human existence because people are going to go to that because they're too fucking greedy and they want things too fast done done too fast and that's the that's the whole fucking thing it's like people are not stopping to realize what's going to fucking happen in the future and pe- and people i'm not saying people like you but i'm saying people in general don't fucking stop to think about the fucking ramifications of what's gonna fucking happen. And we all fucking have movies that show this shit. Go on Tubi. There's like a million <laughs> fucking robot taking over the fucking <laughs> moon, world movies. Go, hey, Tubi, we're, we're like
2: sponsoring Tubi <laughs> today, you know? <laughs> exactly.
1: It's it's that's what I'm saying. It's like people. I'm am t- am t- t- telling you right now, as someone who does art, who is very frustrated with how I'm presented to the world in, in general. I know I'm fucking awesome at art. But when, but I'm not like conceited about it. Let me, let me just, let me uh, say this because I'm heated now. I, I'm kind of, I just hate when fucking, I, uh, what I do is degraded so much that I'll give you an example. I guess like when, um, I have a project and someone's like, Oh, can you redo this part? I'm like, not really, because I'd have to redo the whole thing. Like I've already inked that part. Blah blah blah. Okay. Some people yeah. don't understand yeah. that. Some people are like, "Well, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't get it." I mean, and I guess from their perspective, I make it look easy because I can do it. You know what I mean? I, I'm not right, always. Right. I'm not always. You know, I can't always render exactly what I want all the time. But sometimes, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's it's a it's a day to day thing, but. I'm an actual artist. I'm an actual person that you can talk to, get mm-hmm. feedback, go back and forth with, opposed to an AI who is just. I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, it's 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 the future, right? It's what people want. It's what people. It's it's gonna put. You know, you don't have to deal with an artist that you have to fucking butt heads with because, oh, he's. See, I, here, let me give you another example. I had a project. I, think, I had another. I let, me like my, my, yeah. let me finish what I'm oh, saying. Let me finish what I'm saying. Okay, so. I had a project, and my friend's like, uh-huh. um, can you uh, redo this, resize this? I'm like, well, I can't because it stretches the image, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, uh, "Yeah." well, I know these other two oh, yeah. artists that can do it, and I'm like, well, then go do it with them. And they couldn't do it either, because it's the exact same fucking right. thing. But what I'm saying is like...
2: Yeah, do the whole work.
1: Well, here, here's another thing, too. It's like, when you sent me all those images, like, as a friend, uh-huh. I'm the first... First thing as a friend, I'm like, I wanted to say like those are fucking awesome. I'm I'm proud of you. I think those are cool. But the first thing I wanted to say to you is like, fuck that shit, dude. You didn't you didn't create anything. You you pushed a button and it fucking created something for you. That's not it's it, not
2: it art. Is, I do use image prompts too. And and there is an art. uh, There is no fucking art to pushing a button, dude.
1: It's the same fucking thing when a few years ago, these people were doing fucking podcast seminars. They're charging people $400, $500 just to come and learn how to push a fucking button on their fucking computer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And I I even commented on the fucking web thing. I'm like, you're charging people $500? And they're like, well, there's more technique to that. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess like, uh, the art of uh, getting people to play commercials and fucking shilling fucking things and fucking liking your own comments and shit. Yeah, fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> fuck your AI, Ken. Well, fuck your
2: AI. Learn a little bit with AI. When you when you render an image, you, you, there, there's certain terminologies to use to to get these different effects, like uh, photorealism and volumetric lighting. And it, it, so it, it, what? It's the language of directing a film, really. A lot of it, but and um, you know, um, you I'll I'll put like bioluminescent cloud or there, there's, there's wow that's awesome
1: dude I'm I'm so <laughs> proud that you learned these techniques. Are well, they, no, are they well, just little it, t- checks?
2: It, it, I find it an interesting subject. I've created enough art uh, AI art now, just playing around that. Uh, can it's a, a slot machine though It's so, an art slot machine Sometimes so, you get lucky, sometimes you don't You know, Most of the time you so get a bunch of AI do, garbage
1: So what you can do Is you can go print those things out now And go make a gallery of yourself, right?
2: Oh, and I would. I would. Yeah, I don't know. You know you what could. they're doing? They're calling That's what people it, are going to they're, do. They're not saying that they created this art. They're saying it's synthesized. This is the ver- This is the terminology they're doing in AI art now. Dude, they're saying image synthesized they can put by any image.
1: So they can put any terminology yeah. they want to it, but it's still fucking not real art. It's it's it's. it's yeah,
2: it's machine assisted art. But uh, like I was saying, though, most of the time you're not gonna end up producing a, a finished product, you're still going to have to manipulate that product, you know, or that, that image in some way to make it the dimension you want or whatever you want, you know, but, like it, like it's not always end, end quality. You're going to have to upscale it sometimes because they're not all high res images. Some are in 1028, some are as low as like 512.
1: I don't give Big a cool shit. Dinner. I don't give a fuck. Dude, all right, here's another thing, too. Remember, um, you remember Chris do you remember, Did you ever meet Chris? You guys have yeah. had to have been on a podcast. Okay. He was on the podcast a few times. Yes. Yeah. We, oh, we what did he do? He, Maybe I just don't remember the name. Oh, he owned the Hovel when we did the shows at the Hovel.
2: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know who you're talking about, yeah.
1: Okay, you met him, okay. Yeah. Shout out to Chris if you're listening. Um. But the thing is, no, is I'm like, with
2: him on Facebook. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen what he's he up to
1: lately. <laughs> All right, so anyway, um, we had an art show, art.
2: Yeah, I remember. I remember doing an art show over there.
1: No, hold on. It's not. It wasn't there. It was at the comic shop. So me and my friend. Do you remember John Candiata? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm friends with him too. Okay, so we were there doing artwork, or selling artwork at the comic shop, and we had a few other okay. art, artists there too. But
2: you mean tomorrow was yesterday comic shop? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, um, we were you know we were just selling shows artists, but Chris was there selling his 3D printed stuff. And I don't right. I don't remember how much he was selling them for, but people were buying them. You know, I mean because they were cool uh-huh. printed things. But
2: yeah, and it was new at the time, right? If I recall right, it was like a new hot thing.
1: Well, 2017, 2017. I I guess so, but. Um. But yeah, he was, I mean, he was making a lot of money and we weren't, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I guess that's what, I guess my shit's not worth anything anyways, but you know, it's just like, that's what I, that's what I'm against. It's like when someone can just push a button and make something.
2: Yeah. And, just, and sell it.
1: Yeah. And then you know, it takes away money from people that are actually doing stuff with their hands and blah, 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 blah. I, I guess. My argument is that people are still going to want the handmade things. Those no, have, those are always going to have value. No, no, it's not. And no, it's not. You got to think, yeah. think about you got to think about this way, dude. How much? I mean, you probably still do, but you got to think about people like and I still do, but you got to think about people that are ten years younger or twenty years younger, and how they don't mm-hmm. want to use cash anymore. Like cash yeah. is like beyond their like they don't they don't want to use it and. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's where we're heading to. I mean, it it seems like a weird future, but it's true. I mean, we're going to not ha- use cash within a few years, and you know it's probably going to be blamed on like yeah, oh, it's Germany.
2: It's, it's not hard. A credit card charger, or a Foursquare, whatever app.
1: Yeah, I know, but I don't want that. I mean, there's so many industries so. still that require that thrive on cash payments you know what i'm saying i, I know what you're saying yeah yeah and they're the. i mean the people that are trying to conduct the future are trying to g- conduct it that way like oh we don't and that's yeah, that's not that. healthy and that's what i'm saying with this ai shit it's like people are not stopping to think about what's going to happen in the future and you're saying that people are going to want their original art but i'm telling you they're not because they don't want it now yeah do you get what i'm saying i, see, I see what
2: you're saying there yeah I'm, well, I'm, and they're, they're all a you know, fine art market, though. You, there's, there's would a, you, know, so. you would think so. You would think so, but
1: selling. I am telling you, dude, the future is gonna be a dark fucking place. People are not gonna care. <laughs> you know what I am saying? The Mona Lisa. You know what the Mona Lisa gonna be replaced yeah. with? Her. <laughs> I'll send you a. <laughs> I found this picture <laughs> that someone read at the Mona Lisa, and she's like basically yeah. lifting up her lifting up her dress, so she's like naked, yeah. but it's still like the oh, same. Cool. i know but the same picture you know but it's like we are heading into idiocracy i never thought (laughs) i never thought that that was gonna be true but holy fuck
2: we've been we've been already in idiocracy mode i mean
1: i know but it's not gonna be as funny as the movie it's gonna be a fucking dark fucking idiocracy
2: (laughs) I, i gotta find mountain dew dispenser
1: <laughs> yeah, we're going to be hooked I think I up I I one
2: over here fucking I up. heard some people drink water <laughs>
3: Stupid
1: <laughs> Mountain <bag>. Dew <Duke.
3: laughs> yeah,
1: For real We're going to be having Mountain Dew IVs <laughs> Yeah
3: So
1: uh, Alright, so obviously you know, We've already been there I mean, people
2: are pretty dumb
1: I don't think AI, AI is making it worse, though No, kind of I do I think it's just making us fucking lazy I mean I'm not speaking for us, you know, me and you, Ken. I'm speaking for the kids that are coming up because yeah. they're already they're already glued to tablets. As early right. as two years old, watch scrolling through a tablet. They already know how to fucking adjust the volume, change channels, use a remote, blah 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 blah. That's great. I mean, that's all cool shit. That seems great for like a, a um nurturing mind, but It's going to make them so dependent on all these things. Like, my fucking. No, I'm here. I'm, dude, I'm very observant about all this shit. (laughs) Like, my, my 30s. Yeah, I don't
3: believe
2: you. I'm I'm saying
1: I. My my nephew, who's in his 30s. Hold on. Let me, let me finish. I'm sorry. I'm not, I don't mean to talk all night. I'll, I'll hand it off to you in a second. But my, my nephew, who's like in his 30s, dude, almost everything uh in his, in almost everything in his home is automated. Like he,
0: yeah,
1: he has to have everything in an app. I'm like, dude, that's so fucking weird, don't you?
2: They got the house, the the Alexa house, so they just say, "Alexa, do that.
1: Yeah, pretty much. It's like, dude, there's like, that's gonna. Alexa's on my remote for my uh, Tubi, by the way. <laughs> well, of course.
2: <laughs> I know. Fire stick,
1: yeah, but that's the thing too. Is like, it's not like I'm I'm saying this to anybody listening right now. I I don't feel it's a bad thing to have fucking things that are convenient but i am saying that it's bad to have things that are convenient cuz it makes you fucking lazy it you, dude i was doing a podcast with a guy one time and he was like you know i could have got up and went and found that movie up on my shelf but i just def- decided to pay 5 bucks and just rent it again i'm like are you fucking kidding me oh. <laughs> yeah i
2: definitely put it off my shelf
1: <laughs> but you know that's just but how- i have i
2: i have watched movies on dvr that i recorded because I was too lazy to go get the movie out and put it in my get my player set up, like eh, I'll just record it and I'll watch that movie.
1: Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying like paying more money for something you already have or some you know, which is not a bad thing either. If if you got the money, whatever, fuck you. But I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, most need, people don't. But they'll just yeah, they're just they're just throwing money away. But you know, and, that's how the poor stay poor.
1: Everybody loves the Jetsons, but we don't fucking need that shit right now. I'm just saying, we need to slow the fuck down. Yeah. We need to work. We need yeah. to work on helping each other out instead of what next toy we're gonna buy. Anyway, anyway. All right. Yeah. So, no.
2: No. All right. Uh, but
1: What's yeah. your final verdict? On- you know
2: what? I, I guess what I'm getting at <laughs> is we're selling artists short. That that like to to uh, I mean artists are selling themselves short. By being so virulently against AI, they 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 sound like Luddites. Like like,
1: well, well I'm hey, not abandoning
2: my horse for a car. I'll tell you me, that right now. Let me no, no no
1: no no no. Oh, here, that's that's very low hanging fruit. If I if I can be frank, you know, because <laughs> no, I mean that's, right, that would is. be that would be an example I would use too. But what I'm saying but, but is, but I, as I, that person, is. hey, as that person, yeah. I'm not saying it like that because I do use digital. Yeah. I do use Photoshop to color my stuff, which I, I was, I
2: I use digital too. I I use the kaleidoscope program to kind of generate automated images too. And you just kind of play around with the kaleidoscope till you discover something that looks cool.
1: So, but I was against uh, using Photoshop for a long ass time. And I remember when image comics was like big, I didn't like, I didn't like them because that's the kind of coloring they used. I was like, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, it was just too new, too weird. I don't know, but yeah, I do. I do use it. I don't like to use it. I wish I could. I wish I could do more traditional art. But that's the that's the thing too. I guess it, it saves time and effort and blah blah blah. But still, that's what I'm saying. Is like I I, I I'm at that. I know
2: either who uses it as a design tool, and she'll she'll generate a bunch of AI art and then kind of paint her own thing that's based on that AI art, but also incorporate something new. And and so she's using it as a tool. Like she goes ahead and she creates the painting from the AI art image or some ideas from the AI art image. So, so there's that. I mean, that's, that's using the art or AI tool as, you know, as a design aid, like you're still creating original art. You're still painting something. But you've gotten some ideas. There's no different, you know, having a robot artist offer you an idea as if you had a real artist come <laughs> along and offer you a suggestion.
1: It <laughs> is totally you different, you dipshit. Oh my God, Ken, what is wrong? Dude, what happened what happened to you? Dude, I, I seriously do Where's have Ken? A, No, I seriously do have a question. Like what? you seem like you were like pretty in tune with like uh the counterculture
3: yeah.
2: Like
1: in the 80s, 90s. So what happened to you? Oh, yeah. What neutered you, man? What made you so, like, pro-government?
2: <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not neutered. I, I just see that there's potential. Why is the government so good to you? Good in AIR, too. I, I, you see, the AIR doesn't just fall from a tree. Did you it, have a clapper? It, it has a human element to it. It has someone creating it and someone taking it and manipulating it some more. Putting it on a t shirt or whatever the hell oh they're doing. God. Did, did but you, did, I mean, there, there's another, you know, that stuff just doesn't happen without a human behind it to drive it.
1: I know, but so, not yet. But it's going to. And then they're going to be like, nah, we don't need that shit.
2: And, and humans can reject it. You yeah. know what
1: I mean? If there's no market for not it. Not if, if they got rights.
2: Look at AI art. And not, they if, don't, not if those they robots got their rights. Or they hate it. Like, then you, you, then you know
1: you can't shut me down, master. And I'm not calling you master okay. anymore. You you call me master. Huh? Obviously, <laughs> you're the one who's obsolete. What do you mean you're no no no? You can't get a job here, Mr. Artist Human, because I'm the new artist here and I can do all these things you can do. I've studied your, <laughs> I've studied you quite well, Raven Johnson. <laughs> and I think you have flaws in your techniques. Let me show you like, Oh my God! You know what?
2: I should put your name in there when I'm doing AI art. I should you, say Rave because you know you can you say style. you can say Miro, H.R. Giger, hey,
1: uh, hey Ken, how about you Don't do that because I, I, don't, I just
2: joke. I I don't, don't, because don't. then it trains it.
1: Yeah, I know. And then someone's gonna R- fucking do Raven it anyway. Rave and Style. Because <laughs> I'm sure some other fuckface will listen to the show, who's like pro AI too, is gonna, oh fuck you, Raven. I'm gonna go fucking do all your shit in AI. <laughs> <laughs> then there's a fucking AI raven walking around. Thanks, motherfuckers. I already can't get jobs, motherfuckers. Stupid assholes.
2: I I don't think I totally made my point, though. (laughs) It's the human element. As an artist, I think artists are selling themselves short by thinking they can't compete with AI art. No matter how good AI art gets. (laughs) I mean, there's a uniqueness to any handcraft, any mastercraft, human-created so I think it'll always be there.
1: Look, I... I, I, I don't
2: think it's ever going to go away.
1: I, I Dude, I love your enthusiasm. I love your uh, optimism of all this. But Yeah, I'm saying there's
2: room at the table for all art.
1: I do. I do, too. But guess what? P- other people don't. <laughs> the people that have the money, they don't. They don't want us here. They don't want art. So what I'm saying is no, they're going to well, create things the thing that make... The, they're creating things yeah. that make the art so they can get rid of us. It's just like the Salem witch trials, man. Th- those people were witches. They were just bums. <laughs> the rich people were like, get these fuckers I, I out of here. Oh, they're you're, evil. They're
2: defending witches.
1: <laughs> because we are the witches, dude. We are the alchemists. We're the ones that make this shit. They're making their own things to make this shit so they don't we- need us. Do you understand that? people you know, i don't
2: think they're smart enough i think you're always gonna not need yet. someone with an artistic mind even playing with air to come up with the really good stuff i don't i don't think it, it takes some effort to make some good air sometimes it's an accident sometimes you get that random pull of the slot machine handle and you get a jackpot but it's rare more often than not you're a loser when you're gambling
1: i know that's what they is that why you never had kids
2: <laughs> you know what? That's a funny argument, and I like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like you know, it's a jack machine or jackpot machine. <laughs> Sometimes you are little retard, it sure you know. Is. So anyway, yeah, yeah, dude. I, I love mean, that. dude, I I get it. You know, I and that's another thing too. Anybody listening, I I do I get it. You know, I appreciate your uh, opinions. I I understand that. You know, it's a fun thing to do. It's the next big thing. You know, blah blah blah. You know, everyone jumps on the next big thing. I, but the thing well, is, let me you a quick story. Let me get we'll a minute. Go yeah, ahead. Okay, you yeah, can say what you're, whatever you're doing. <laughs> so, huh? if I haven't made this clear, is that as someone who does art and who has been struggling with it for mm, a good, good fucking twenty years now, um, I've I've been I've been to places where I've had like fans. I've had places where, like, I feel like no one's looking at my artwork, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, uh-huh. I, I always, I can still do it. I, I can do it. And that's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't, like, uh, I don't take it for granted. Uh-huh. Like, I feel I do most of the time. But I know that I have a gift that other people don't have. And I'm not, I'm not like, um, standing above anybody either. Because I'm just, like, I don't know where it came from. I don't know why I do it. I don't know why I see things. See, Things and blah 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 blah, but right, I can. But you you
3: do have
2: you have a gift. You have you have a, a good imagination, uh, a, a skill, you know, at executing that imagination, putting it out there.
1: Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. is uh, uh, it's it's hard to do it because there's so much competition out there. There is, and I just like you said, I feel <laughs> there's room for everyone, but. Mm-hmm. I've come across this many times in my life as an artist, as someone out there. There's so much. Mm-hmm. There's so much competition, and within that competition, there's jealousy. And I, I hate saying that, but peop- I'm not jealous of anyone, dude. I fucking love. I, I, like, that's what I'm saying about when you sent me that artwork. I like, I want to like praise you for it, but I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, your music's. Another, I'm not
2: looking for praise. I just wanted to show you, like, look what look what some of the accidents I, I was able to. to I, get made with AI art. I, you I, know?
1: I know, but I just, it's AI art, and I, I can't do it, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Your music's another thing, like, I'll, I'd listen to that, but you know, it's like, if you're, you know, like, uh, in, in, anyway, I love, I love that people do art. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is, I mean, there's certain art, like, it, it can't be fucking disgusting. Anyway, what I'm saying <laughs> is, anybody can do whatever the fuck they want, alright? But, yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's so much out there, but like yeah. I'm saying, people do get jealous and people will take shortcuts because of jealousy and all that kind of stuff. And that's another, I oh, feel yeah. that's a reason why AI is invented because some people are just like all these fucking artists. I, I want this done my way, blah, blah, blah. you know, or just not even that on the other spectrum mm-hmm. of it, it's out of necessity, you know, like maybe yeah. things need to be done faster, but also that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. ultimately, about life, is that we don't get time to stop and smell the roses, and that we do need to stop and smell the roses every now and then. I was just watching this fucking movie from uh, nineteen eighty five uh, called Escapes. I've talked about it many times mm-hmm. on the show before, but there's a part mm-hmm. in, where this guy's like, "You need to stop and have a cup of coffee," and the guy's like, in a hurry. <laughs> "The guy's in a hurry," so he's like, "Fuck that shit," and he's like, "You know," but by the end of the the um, the story, he the guy can't get that the guy can't get where he's going because he didn't stop to get the coffee, blah, blah, blah. So as a life metaphor, you know, it's like, you know.
2: Escape, anthology horror thing, isn't it? Isn't it like five yep. little I shorts or something? Think yeah. It,
1: yeah, it's like four or five. It's like nightmares.
2: Yep. like nightmares, you know, how there was in the 80s, there are all these anthology horror yep. movies. Yeah.
1: Yep. So I guess that's all I'm saying is that I know it's all flashy and cool, but you got to think ahead and you got to think about the people that are doing it the people not just the people that are the famous people doing it you got to think about the people like me who are not famous and are just trying to you know implore people to fucking get you know like spread the word it's about what buy, I do. buy from real artists i get it no so but i'm gonna get yeah. replaced and you know i can't that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is that if, no, if I, I can I, say this for posterity? In that argument, at
2: all time, You know, huh? yeah. it, you know it, it became an issue in the tiki community because I, I'm in a couple of Facebook tiki groups. You know, like no, I love not. tiki and tiki land, and <laughs> you liar. Um, no, no, of, I am. Out of, <laughs> so, out, of any, out of
1: anybody that's yeah. uh, has ever been on the podcast, I would never imagine yes, you. But I was a yeah. Tiki group. <laughs> we go ahead and sorry, yeah,
2: but. Uh, it became an issue. I created a bunch of, or I synthesized, and a machine did it, Uh-oh. but uh, I did a bunch of tiki mugs. Not real tiki mugs, just images of tiki mugs using AI art, but they look like they're photographs of real tiki mugs, mm-hmm. and I let the AI art come up with, in different filters like Surrealism, its own takes on, on tiki mugs. And sometimes I would add a little twist and make a, what they really call a character mug, because there's purists in tiki land who think there are authentic tiki shit even though it's all you know kind of make-believe stuff pulled loosely from polynesian culture yeah um
1: it's not authentic uh,
2: but but so I, I just made all these funny colorful mugs and some i threw glitter in and i used different uh uh text
1: prompts <laughs> be dazzled to them.
2: make them weird And, um, and, but some are just generic that the machine, you know, just randomly generated just from the words Tiki mug. And, uh, I I, I put all these these images up and people got mad in the uh, Tiki community. And, uh, there are all kinds of people like and some, now some, suddenly some Tiki groups won't even allow an AI art post, even if it's Tiki related. Well, because it's AIR like they're getting, they're doing certain bands
1: well, and, and they're
2: not telling their members that they're doing these bands, but they're they're doing it they're not creating a special rule necessarily, but they're not letting you do a post that has an AI art image in it yeah uh, do you, do you yeah like- and uh, anyways, <laughs> so they created a, even the the head guy of a Tiki there's Ven, who wrote all the books, the book of tiki uh, Kirsten. He um he was kind of admonishing me about hey this isn't even tiki these these, these things that the AI is generating it looks like garbage and it it does, it's not even there some of them are just character mugs they're not true tiki you know they're not really Polynesian enough they're not cultural
1: hey Ken or,
2: or significant.
1: yeah hey Ken I I just have to ask you a question really quick <laughs> so sure um, have you ever had an intervention <laughs> for anything. <laughs> You're saying I'm obsessed with AI art
2: and uh, someone needs to intervene and stop me no. before I'm out of control. I can stop any time, Raven. No, I, well,
1: I've, I've presented you with an argument and this argument's pretty valid. And you're still like, ah, fuck you. I'm going to do it. So, you know, that, oh, I'm having fun with
2: it. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a creative
1: yeah, thing. Yeah, you're having I fun with it. it. I know. It I've, heard it. I've heard it. I've heard it all before. <laughs> anyway. Next thing you know, you're going to be fucking a robot, dude.
2: (laughs) So? (laughs) That's between me and the robot, Raven, Uh, and you know it. I guess. In a free society, what me and my washing machine, I mean my robot do, is none of your business.
1: (sighs) I know. Lost another one. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Fucking monster. All right. So, do you want to talk about the movies now? (laughs)
2: I don't know why I said washing machine. Do people have sex with a washing machine? It seems like an absurd notion. I think, I think that's why I brought it up. But no. now that I look at it, there's no real holes in my washing machine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's more for the ladies. No, let's talk about the movie. It's more for the ladies. They like to sit on them, I guess. It <laughs> does something for their nether regions.
2: I think I've seen that in a movie. They like the vibration.
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen it in a few movies. All right, um... Yeah. Let's see. Oh, I can't find the song. clip. Oh, I've been trying to find the And son-
2: they're doobie movies.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, um, actually, uh, what is that movie? Um, there's a movie called Barely Legal. It's an asylum movie. Check that one out. It's fucking awesome.
2: Barely Legal? That was a, a porn magazine I remember a friend's dad had <laughs> where all the girls were dressed in, no, like, just half details, and a half.
3: Like
1: <laughs> Dude, my dad bought me those, too. Weird. I remember my dad. All right, here's a quick story about porn magazines. So I remember, uh, <laughs> so I remember hanging out with my dad when I was a uh, freshman in high school. So uh, we went to some gro- or some store, and they they had like this little rack of porn magazines, and they had like this little mini one. I think it was like uh-huh. uh like, uh it was some kind of like off offshoot of one of the one of the porn magazines. I think it was a hustler, a penthouse, something like that. So I got okay. it. And you know, I was like, "Oh, cool!" But it's like mostly the stories. Like, uh, there's only like maybe like a few pictures, but it was like mostly the stories that people wrote in, or something like that. Like, you would never believe this, but kind of. Anyway,
2: that sounds like hustler fantasies. Yeah, they have a oh, magazine forum. like I guess called hustler fantasies
1: forum. Forum is is what it was. It was like the pants oh. forum or hustler forum, something like that. So huh. I remember, I remember getting it, and then I remember, uh, uh, like the next weekend. I remember there was another issue there. So I was like, hey, Dad, can you give me another one of those? Uh, you
0: know, it's like, sure.
1: <laughs> so I remember uh, <laughs> he bought it for me or he bought me one and he bought me the same one because I didn't go in this time. I'm like, oh, yeah. and I didn't say anything because I knew he'd be pissed, but like he knew. <laughs> so I was like, uh, and I was like, I barely looked at it. He's like, is that the same goddamn one I got last week? I'm like, I was, like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. So he's pissed off. But then we went over to my uncle's and he was like blatantly talking to my uncle's like, yeah, I'm buying some porn magazines now. And they're both, both laughing at me jerking off. I'm like, I need them for an art reference. And they're like, no, you don't, you little faggot. <laughs> I need them for an art reference. So, yeah. but
2: I've gone from uh porno mag before, though, too.
1: Yeah. I, I want to say on <laughs> that was very true. <laughs> I mean, I would say like it's fifty-fifty. I did use it to whack off too, but I did also use it <laughs> for photo reference to get the nice yeah. shape of the vulva and you know that yeah. that puckering asshole of that one other actress <laughs> and that big veiny cock of that one actor. I know how to drink. <laughs> I know how to draw veiny cocks and big saggy balls. I'm just saying. <laughs> Fuck you, AI. Uh, yeah, you don't know. You you have not seen the pussies I've seen. <laughs> All right,
2: you know they they filter out on AI any porn terms. So you can't make your own
1: porn yet. Yeah, yet. Right. That's the next step. Yeah, and, and then, then I'm never gonna, gonna I'm never gonna hear from you again when that happens.
3: After <laughs>
1: <You're gonna, laughs> the Ken, Ken world, porn,
2: then, then, <laughs> <laughs> then AI will come a long way. Kenville. They're keeping it family oriented, but you know, down the road there's gonna be. Yeah. An X-rated AI art program I'm sure selling Joe, you a subscription.
1: I'm sure Joe Rogan has a fucking machine set up in his studio right now.
2: <laughs>
1: Go ahead, fucking Elon, he's gonna, Elon Musk, jump he's in. Be
2: the first AI porn artist.
1: Yeah, he would be. Fucking all the Neanderthals that follow him. It's like, oh, he's our god. Like, yeah, I know he's, he's. I know.
2: He's about as bad as that Jordan Peterson that the libertarians worship in Canada. You know, like.
1: Yeah, look, everyone just quit worshipping these fucking people. No one knows what's uh, good for your life except you. <laughs> Fuck these fucking celebrities. Oh, you know what? Dude, have you seen that fucking commercial with Johnny Depp?
2: Uh, oh yeah, his, wait, you mean his art? I mean the art thing he's promoting
1: right now? The no, the cologne commercial?
2: No, there's a cologne commercial with Johnny Depp? No, I didn't.
1: Dude, I I've never been so uh, I mean, ugh. okay, you probably would not care. All right but what i'm saying is John, Johnny Depp's in the middle of a fucking desert all these special effects going on there's like fucking five wolves surrounding him like not not surrounding him like they're going to eat him like they're his friends like he's a fucking wolf with them or something and he's playing okay a, he's playing a fucking me- guitar and he's playing like a riff from wild thing like uh-huh. he's a fucking like he's a fucking rock star or something and he's acting all okay, so okay. cool and fucking ugh then he starts walking away all cool like he's a fucking awesome person like then then he narrates oh, uh dior uh cologne uh, uh, and I'm like what who the <laughs> fuck are you what the fuck is this shit you
2: know he's just doing what they wanted does yeah, this make people want <laughs> either sold out big or he's got his tongue firmly in his cheek over his out of his bizarre characterization of himself you know, in, in some weird way.
1: I guess what I'm saying is that people actually think of him as, in that way. They look at him no, I as
2: heard, they, a, they do, so he's, he's playing up to, to a popular image.
1: Yeah, a wolf god rock star man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck... Yeah. It, fuck him. And then, well,
2: could, I haven't seen it yet, but I mean, maybe maybe it's a little just funny too, you know?
1: It's not funny. It's it, fucking stupid. Th- there's another one with um, Natalie Portman where she's, like, fucking uh, running around the field, all smiley and blah, 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 and then she, like, smiles at the fucking screen and goes, what would you do for love? I'm like, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <help."> <laughs> You're
2: Stupid. mad because they're making a lot of money just doing their little make-believe imaginary playland world.
1: Well, that's that's slightly true. I would say 50-50, but I'm not mad because, like, they're making money or they're... I'm, I'm mad because they are making money when that money could go to fucking something better than these fucking glad-handing fucking mm. retards. They're like, oh, I'm so more important than this other people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, these people are getting millions of oh, dollars to be cheap. fucking retards. No, we got to put an end to this shit. <laughs> Dude, mm. you know, they're yeah. like, oh, acting's hard work. Yeah, motherfucker. So is all this other all these other fucking jobs that people get fucking... Shit on about, fuck you. You're not yeah, no, getting I fucking know, a million dollars for a fucking movie. promoting themselves
2: and are on pop culture all the time. You know.
1: Yeah, and then they fucking have these guy-like ideas. Like, did you did you yeah. ever see that fucking uh, pull-over video of uh, Renee Zellweger? She's like, do you know who I am? No, or no, it was a Renee uh, Witherspoon, whoever that fucking uh, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, and like the cop pulled her over, and on the video or whatever, it's like, do you know who I am? It's like, motherfucker. Wow, she pulled that, huh? <laughs> yeah. They, dude, they like, all do
2: how that. How dare you? How dare you pull me over in Hollywood in L.A.? Dude, that's what AI
1: is going to be like. When like uh, how dare you? See, I can't post on DeviantArt. Then, My yeah. art is just as important how as yours, I, human. Why? Because you have yeah, organic I, eyes and organic I, limbs? I think, yeah, yeah motherfucker. I can't compete with a fucking <laughs> robot. Is this thundercock.
2: You know, the thing is, so I, I, I when I do show a lot of that art, I don't curate my images. I show it all. I show the goofy stuff that AI creates. So I show the good stuff. You know, I'm mixing it up. I'm not uh, trying to make AI look better than it is. And, and it's funny. The very <laughs> fact that I didn't do that, people also got mad and were like, why are you throwing all this garbage up here? <laughs>
3: like,
1: you know, you know yeah. the fact that people are arguing with you about this and you're arguing back yeah. is the main fucking problem. It, it sucks. AI yeah, is stupid. I
2: have nothing against them criticizing it. it I told them you I'm not my AI with my did. AIR
1: program. You leave me and my AI god alone.
2: No, I'm saying I'm not I'm not offended when you make fun of AI art for for <laughs> it having these failings for it having six fingers, you know? No, like, I,
1: no, I'm not I find it Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Ken, I didn't make fun of any failings. I don't I don't, no, 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 but I don't think it has saying, any failings. people do, though, Well, fuck them. I am just saying like, they're d- like no, no, listen, I'm not
2: defending AI art like put me in the category of or anything. It is what it
1: is. Yeah, don't put me in the category of people with pitchforks in their hands. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying people can't fucking do things. I'm just saying people yeah. need to stop and realize what it is, though. That's, that's yeah, been my yeah. message for the whole fucking show. I mean, not just this show, but the whole time I've been doing this podcast. is like, fucking think for yourselves, people. If you don't think for yourselves, yeah. other people are going to do it for you, and this is what happens. They create things for you, and th- you, your next fucking... <laughs> Your life is going to be created by someone else that's all I'm saying it yeah not you know, the uh, I thing mean I worry I'm not, about I'm is, not talking about us, you know with you know' yeah. as a 40, 50 year old blah blah blah. I'm talking about the twenty year olds you idiots need yeah. to realize the future
2: the future of art like where is the future of art going?
1: Well, it's not just art, it's technology in general. It's like we need to stop yeah. stop it, just stop it. <laughs> All right, can we talk well, about these fucking movies yet?
2: Yeah, do you know what we start? No. What we, movie did we start talking <laughs>
1: about?
2: Oh no, we went in a story. Yeah. Another story
1: can <laughs> in, in swung back to art. Let's do Night of the Werewolf.
2: Night of the yes, Werewolf. Yes. Yeah, let's get that one out of the way. So Because you know what? It I it'll be more fun talking about the, the one after it. So yeah. it's a good middle one.
1: Let me turn my light on again. Okay, so 1981, I guess, came out in Spain?
2: Yeah, 81. Yeah, It wasn't released in the U.S. till 85, though. Yeah. In theaters. And so, so, and then they gave it another title. They called it The Craving, I think.
1: Yeah. Or uh, Return of the Wolfman.
2: Or it was also called, yeah, Return of the Wolfman.
1: Or AKA. Which
2: is technically its real title, the translation of it, uh-huh. Spanish title.
1: The poster for this is fucking awesome. And that's uh Yeah. That's why I wanted to do this movie so bad, because uh, I saw this poster Flashback one year, and I was like, I've never even heard of this fucking movie it. And it's got like a bipedal werewolf on it. So I'm like, all right. So then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, gay. Okay. It's a Paul, Paul Nashie movie. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, eh. And I'm not a big fan of those, you know, because, I mean, they're all the same thing to me, seems like. Mostly.
2: Yeah, I agree. I'm not a huge fan of them. There's a couple of them, though, that are cult classics wasn't to me wasn't your book. And this one not so much but like i love that the fifth movie in this in the series i love the the werewolf versus the vampire woman that's <laughs> the, the english title.
1: do you happen to know all the titles in the series wait before you answer that what was was not, the, your... not off
2: my top of my head no
1: okay the book your book uh, scream of the werewolf uh-huh was that based off of <laughs>
2: Face of the Screaming Werewolf. Face no, the... that wasn't based off one of those these movies. It was based. It was based off of a Mexican horror film, not a Spanish horror film.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> opposed to an Italian or a Portuguese. Okay.
2: It, yeah. Well, I mean, no, the, the, those the movies, the, the French Paul werewolf movies. movies. He, he, uh, he's a, he, He's from Spain, and those are all the you know Spain produced movies. I know you were
1: about to say Spaniard. I think you can still say that. Huh? I think you still say Spaniard. Yeah, you can say
2: Spaniard <laughs> without, I think, too many people getting mad at you.
1: <laughs> except, a, except a couple retard, retarded Spaniards. <laughs> yeah. Spantards. All right, anyway. just <laughs> was trying to think of something, but... Okay, so, um... <coughs> oh, shit, sorry. Um... So, this is almost like Dracula, like where um, the gu- the people go to the castle and all hell breaks loose after that, but uh, it's three women. Oh, I got a sound clip. And this sound clip is dumb because it's like, it's two of the women just hanging out at the pool with their two dudes.
2: And, oh, yeah. Uh, the opening scene makes it an 80s flick.
1: Yeah. And uh, which I liked lot because they had a close up on the chick's ass the whole time. So I was like
2: I know that was the <laughs> best part. I mean that was some TNA to hook you into the movie. Like now you want to know what's going on.
1: And the best part is it jiggled. That's the best part. <laughs> so um they pushed the guys in the pool and they walked away and you get this little dialogue. Quit talking <laughs> Sorry. Go, go. Okay.
0: Hey, what a couple
1: of bitches! Up your fucking ass, you cunts! Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! So, um, since Ken didn't hear it, is it what a couple bitches? Up your <laughs> ass, you fucking cunts! Yeah. <laughs> so, geez. that's a bit uh, much.
2: I laughed so hard at the the <laughs> just over the top dumb masculinity chauvinism, whatever you want to call it. Yeah,
1: exactly. I was like, what the heck?
2: You right. guys are just like, oh, uh, this is some, like, cliche, you know?
1: Oh, so before that, uh, we see the um, trial, I guess the, yeah, the trial of uh, Elizabeth Bathory. Whoever, if he, oh, yeah. anybody doesn't know who she is, fucking open up a fucking book. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, But another cool thing about this movie is there's, like, a scene where they show three paintings, and it's got Vlad Tempest, uh... Oh, <laughs> uh, what's yeah. Name? Vlad, Vladimir, whatever his name is. And yeah.
2: Vladimir, uh, Daninsky, name. I think the name was his
1: last name. I can't remember. Yeah. And then Elizabeth battery or whatever, how they say it. Bathory. Yeah. Battery. Yeah. But Elizabeth Bathory. And then like the, the werewolf. Something that was, all right, something yeah. that's always bugged me about her is that, and even Vlad, Vlad Tempest, like even like the Royal family now is that these were all Royal families. And I know they mm-hmm. all splintered off and shit, but they're all like intertwined in some way. So like this lineage so, goes way back, and like it it goes into the royal family now in England. I remember seeing an uh, interview with uh, Prince Charles when he's talking. He's talking about being a direct descendant of Vlad the Vlad the Impaler. It's like what the fuck? Wow! Does anybody even know the histories behind all this shit? It's like so. I think some people like if he said that. I think we need to look, do a little more investigating and I think there's a statute of limitations <laughs> with all this shit that's like the altru- atrocities that have happened with all these kingdoms. Like, can, yeah. we, can we do a deep dive into real history and not just the fucking fake-ass history channel shit that we all are consuming? <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. So, yeah, it's The yeah. Trial of Elizabeth Val
2: Valid rant.
1: And um, so, her werewolf buddy... And here's the, here's another funny thing about the movie in, in general It's like Paul Nashie is like the main character, and we're like made to sympathize with this guy, but he's a killer. <laughs> like you know what's funny? The earlier movies, he was just the guy who was had the
2: werewolf curse. Yeah, he didn't really show him having this evil side. In this movie, here we are in the tenth or the ninth film, and uh, yeah, he suddenly it's like okay, we're still treating him as the hero, but he's sort of not morally pure.
1: (laughs) So yeah, the ninth, this one I was asking earlier too, like if they're in succession, because was Elizabeth. he's friends with
2: Elizabeth battery
1: in the previous movies.
2: No, no, in this one, no, just this one, in this one, one. they show his character is, you know, of her court, you
1: know, weird. So, uh, so does he part of a corrupt regime? Okay. So he plays the same character, but he like, is in different scenarios in each movie. Like a different life. Almost no, like a- he's, just,
2: you know, he's this character. He's this wolf man who can't die, who keeps getting killed and coming back. Yeah. So he just bounced- this is this is the same character. Yeah. He he's supposed to be a Polish nobleman. All right. That's this- the backstory. All right. Is that he's some kind of Polish nobleman? That was always the story. That's why his name is okay. uh, you know
1: uh, Polish name. All right, listeners. As soon as I figure this shit out, I'll get back to everyone because this this is all convoluted fucking cockery. All right. So, anyways, <laughs> he 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 gets a mask put on him. uh Um, what's that? What's that Bava movie? Um, Black Sabbath. Oh yeah. But no, it doesn't. Um, no, I'm
2: no, You mean the, the one Red with Death? Barbara Steele, where she has the mask on? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Mask of the Red Death is that it? No, 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 that's
2: not it. It's uh, called um, geez, I Bloody think Sunday Bloody right
1: Sunday. Oh,
2: yeah, that was it. What did you say?
1: Sunday Bloody Sunday.
2: No, not Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Um, when you say it, I'll I'll know it, but...
1: Well, I'm not going to say I it. I can't think. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Blood Sabbath? Black Sabbath?
2: No, not Black Sabbath. That's a Boris Karloff
1: movie. Yeah. Blood something or other. All right. Fuck it. Anyway.
2: Oh, no, but yeah. I know the one you're talking about, though. Uh-huh.
1: But anyways, it's almost... It's like that, but not like that. Because in that movie, they hammer the mask into yeah. the face, but... This one they just put right. it on them like a what's the
2: they they put on them and then they stab mm-hmm. them in the heart
1: <laughs> man in the iron mask mm-hmm. kind of type thing I guess but yeah yeah
2: yeah but they call it a mask of whatever mask of shame or something yeah <laughs> you know and I think it's a real medieval thing right? it was a mask it's based mas- on historical
1: thing. all right so what what the heck why do I have oh Karen, okay so. So, the three chicks, It flash forward, um, they go on a vacation, and little do we know, one of them is, like, some kind of archaeologist or some shit. She's got, like, alternative... Yeah,
2: she, an archaeologist, but also an occultist. Yeah. And, who, so, yeah, she was friends with this professor in the beginning, and they were talking about both archaeology and the occult, you know?
1: Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, because he's got that uh, medallion that you so much fancy... You little yeah, like
2: this little satanic pendant <laughs> on a chain, like this silver little occult amulet. It was cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's cool. it <laughs> you know, got the inverted pentagram. You know, Motley Crue could have designed it.
1: <laughs> it was bitching. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she'll see. She kills him, <laughs> takes it, and then they go and... Um, I guess I, I'm say, said earlier it was kind of like Dracula because they got like the villager guy warning them not to go to the castle because bad things happen. And they're like, "Get away from us! Just give us our food." But in the yeah, in lieu of that, there's three dudes off to the side listening, east, yeah. eavesdropping. Like you know, yeah, just sort
2: of never do wells. Town, town thieves and petty criminals who think, "Oh, I can. We can take some money off of these broads." We're, we're listening some. in on their conversation
1: yeah, and then that, we can rape them too. Yeah. Fucking professional rapists here. So yeah. Yeah. In um, a bar. Yeah.
2: Th- the thing that probably exists. It, <laughs>
1: that's, what I, that's what I, that's what I was getting at. It's like, there's just like, you know, in movies all the time, there's like always this gang of three or four, 17 dudes just hanging out. And then all they're yeah. going to, all they want to do that night is kill someone or rape someone. It's like, when does this happen yeah. in life? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it does it does, I guess, but anyway, it's like it's like any commercial like, eh, fuck it. okay, so they drop a tree down, trap them, but then Paul, or whatever his name is, comes and kills them, takes them to the castle. uh the Karen character played by uh Azucina Hernandez. I don't know how to say her name, it's got a Z in it. it's probably silent. It's probably very Spanish. Um, she falls in love with him. <laughs> and they like have like this little love affair while the her, her other friends uh the one starts doing occultist shit brings elizabeth Bathory back to life and then
2: no i i think karen is that one that that does the occult stuff and brings elizabeth Bathory to life it's the other one falls in love with him yeah that's that's, not karen
1: are you sure Cause I, I looked up the yeah, specific name sure. for the one okay all right i'll take it for, yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i but anyway, so I what I'm getting at is the chick that, uh, just, the main yeah. chick who is the good chick yeah. through the whole thing, mm-hmm. the protagonist, or uh, she is uh, the hottest. Yeah, chick, girlfriend, the hottest chick in this, <laughs> and she's it's worth watching the movie. Cook. Yeah. Oh wait, did I? No, I didn't. Yeah, I did. So there's another scene in it um, where there's these two people. I guess they're like cigarette delivery people. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, they're just hanging out, and you get this.
0: Yeah, they're smuggling cigarettes over the border into Spain. Only fools like us would spend. Or wherever. I
2: think we're in Hungary, actually, for this movie.
0: Great idea. This is.
4: Look, Akinga, we have to deliver the cigarettes to Eula at dawn. You know, this is the shortest road. This is a great refuge.
0: You know what they told us in Baleavasta? Vasta
4: oh come on Akinga how can you believe in those things werewolves apparitions if someone shows up you'll see how my old friend here takes care of them oh. those are just fairy tales
1: I guess I was waiting for it to get to the part where uh, he goes like just wait for some to show up I'll show up. my old friend to take care of him but then you know it does nothing against the werewolf when it shows up <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny but also it's just like I you don't know there's like hey let's fuck <laughs> we got something to do, but let's fuck. Which you know I'm not against, you know, because like you know I love movie with fucking. Anyway, so um, can, can I mention a uh,
2: uh, an interesting film technique used by the director in this movie? Is uh, oh, they the like to use a lot of slow motion in all these movies? Oh yeah, to, to heighten the dramatic.
1: That was another of the scene. There was another thing that I was kind of confused about because I thought, like, maybe my internet was kind of slow. But then the music no, kept it, going. I'm like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, like, someone popped up and went, oh, okay, it's still going. But yeah. See, the reason I know
2: that is because they use that exact same style in the fifth movie that I keep <laughs> talking about. <laughs> and um, and, and in there, it, it was... It, people really noticed it. It had this creepy, surreal quality to that movie. And that that movie... The the Werewolf versus the Vampire Woman was shot uh, or, or was came out like four months before um, the Tombs of the Blind Dead was made. And Tombs of the Blind Dead borrowed this director's slow motion thing to do his Tombs of the Blind Dead horror stuff.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah, so I just wanted to tie that all in there. Spanish movies.
1: I would say we should review those movies, but they're all like the same thing over and over. There's like three of them they in the
2: They are. Yeah. Right, yeah. Really those, yeah. of the Blind Dead, the sequel, Um, what was it? Return? Turn of the Blind Dead. The yeah, third movie yeah. is Night of the Seagulls. Yeah. And the fourth movie is. No, no, Night of the Seagulls is the fourth movie. The third movie is the Ghost Galleon.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't want to screw that up. People would be writing to you. Hey, retro, 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 that Ken Gage guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: Yeah, fucking right. (laughs)
2: That's not the third one, that's the fourth one.
1: (laughs) Well, if Roadster writes in, because he's pretty much the only one that would. Fucking fucking cowards. We
2: never know who's going to listen to your show. Yeah. I I mean, my my show, I didn't always know who, you know, I couldn't track (laughs) everything.
1: I know, I know people listen, it's just like, no one tells me. And no one shares it, so we're talking to nothing. We're talking to the outer. I mean, it's like that. It's like that fucking Marvin. Um, uh, what's that? Marvin, I love you. What's that? Paranoid Android. Mar- what's that one? Oh, Doctor Demento. Yeah, from I mean,
2: to the Galaxy*.
1: Yeah. What What is it
2: called? What is it a music video? Marvin, I love you, or something. Yeah.
1: Or, is it Marvin? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it's Marvin. Marvin's the (laughs) robot. Marvin's the paranoid android. Yeah, because has got
1: it out. Oh, okay. I never watched that. So, anyways, he in that in that song, it's like that one tape that he plays. Just coincidentally, it's got something on. it. It's like so you know, there's gonna be some AI robot out in space someday, (laughs) and he's gonna be like, "What's this?" And it's gonna be like, "Man, fuck your AI, fuck you, motherfucker."
2: Well, I, yeah, AI is going to decide our fate. They're going to be ripping our paintings out of galleries. They, you know, any painting by you. Raven Johnson and Ken Marvin. Gage, because they were hostile to AI art. We're gonna we're gonna throw away. That's why I'm nice to our AI and fuck overlords. That shit. And
1: I used to be. And, i ain't afraid I, of that I shit.
2: Good. The takeover by the androids.
1: I know you do, you big pussy. I'm I'm gonna be the one fucking out there in the street naked, watching. You're gonna be watching the robots tear me limb from limb, and you're gonna be laughing just like this all the way. Like well, I should have listened.
2: I'm, I'm laughing at I concept. Like <laughs> you're being ripped apart by robots. It just sounds funny. That's all. Awesome.
1: You fucking dick. <laughs> Ugh. Oh. oh. Yeah, I think you watch one too many horror movies in your life, buddy. You're the one that needs to be in the same asylum. I revel in it. I love blood and guts. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right, anyway, you sick fuck.
2: Fuck the human. <laughs> <laughs> I identify with the alien.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm
2: very aware of this.
1: Okay, just her boobs and shoulders. Oh, so uh, the main chick, or not the main chick, but the occultist chick... Uh, when they're, like, in the bedroom, uh, her and one of the other friends, uh, she's taking a... Is it the Irish shower where you just wash yourself with water and a rag or something like that? Yeah,
2: she's just, just giving herself a little titty sponge bath or something.
1: Yeah, which I was...
2: Uh, I was We open up with.
1: I'd like the scene very much, but, um, uh, you know, I'd give the scene a 5 out of 5, but... I was just thinking ahead, just like I'm, my whole message about tonight is, like, I wouldn't want to be around her nether regions. <laughs> is that, is that all you're going to do? Yeah. I think I'll talk to you tomorrow, Margaret. All right. So, all right. So I don't really have a whole lot more to say. It's like, you know, the, oh,
2: so the girl on the bed, she's holding something that looks like it's a writing crop or some S and M device. Oh yeah. Yeah. I- is it, that I think is a little weird and underplayed. Like, like, there's no real, you don't really know what's happening, but this other girl laying in the bed has a
1: riding crop or something
3: yeah.
2: that
1: she's holding it was while in, the other girl's getting
2: ready and getting cleaned and showing off her titties a little bit <sighs> for a glimpse.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, it was in the screenplay.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. But it was too cost efficient. So, I trip.
2: feel like we're missing some, uh, gratuitous BDSM stuff yeah. in this movie that you know, maybe ended up on the cutting room floor.
1: And that's what a lot of these movies are known for. And that's, I guess that's kind of why I've been trying to um, get us to review them. Like uh, not just that, but like the vampire happening and um, uh-huh. like, like all those like Italian, Spanish, 60s, 70s, I guess 80s uh, vampire movies are just like either in and, and Hammer too, I guess we can't, forget that but yeah, can't rule them out but yeah, yeah, there are a lot of sex exploitation. Yes. Yeah. yeah, all the vampire ones. Mixed in with yeah. the werewolf. A lot of color, a lot of uh Yeah, a lot well, of bright blue.
2: softcore porno sections, you know. Yeah.
1: Which uh vampire hookers we're going to get to in a few minutes has like yeah, a five right? minute scene which is fucking amazing. All right. I know. It. Yeah, so, I know exactly what you're talking so, uh, the main, I chip. even not know
2: the minute point it comes on in that movie. <laughs> you know, I was gonna,
1: <laughs> I was actually gonna time it too to see, but there's like, there's like, uh,
2: it, it's at the 49 minute 31 <laughs> second mark.
1: There you go, Mr. Skin.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know why I remember a little facts like that. It's almost oh. like I have an AI brain.
1: Yeah, we all know why.
2: <laughs> it's not an AI
1: brain, it's a, it's, it's a P brain. Oh, it's, it's, it's a pea brain? It's the brain
2: I'm holding in my left hand.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean by, and I don't mean P as in like a pea as in small. I mean, as in either penis or pervert. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can use either one. It could go either way. So, um, but I have that too. So whatever, uh, not going out with, Oh, so yeah, she, the main chick kills, uh, she plunges the cross a dagger into his heart. And yeah, the
2: silver cross dagger.
1: After he killed Elizabeth and all the other vampires, I'm starting to I'm starting to mix these movies together because I'm thinking of the fucking the cross
2: that was in his heart in the beginning of the movie that got pulled away. Yes, by one of the crypt keeper guys. Yes, uh, the the the, gravediggers. the mort morticians,
1: <laughs> grave diggers, not morticians, grave the grave diggers. Gravediggers, yeah, they were they were there to steal the silver door? cross. And I like that guy's voice. The guy's voice but, is kind of like a. Uh, I can't remember what the Mystery Science Theater was. I think it was one of the Christmas episodes. I think it was uh, the voice of Santa Claus. But he was like, Ah, my good man, you won't know what hit you. I don't know, it's, it's like a f-
2: famous... It sounds like, like the Santa Claus from um, the 1959 Mexican movie Santa Claus.
1: Yes, that's exactly what i It has about. Merlin the Wizard in it yes. and the
2: devil pit.
1: Yes, yes, exactly, that's exactly what I'm talking. See, I'm, yeah, a, I'm a very good impressionist. There you learn that Santa
2: Claus gets his powers from the fifth dimension, which is a fact that every other Santa Claus story leaves out yeah. where Santa Claus' powers come from.
1: Yeah, Satan.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Who do you think it, Lucifer it really is, you idiots?
2: That's a happening in that movie. It's quite oh. surreal.
1: Oh, Lucifer fell to Earth. Oh, he just went away. No, he became fucking Santa Claus, you dumb shits. You all worship yeah. him. You let your little Christian kids worship him every fucking Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> dumbasses. That hat,
2: fighting horns. Everyone knows it.
1: Yeah, fucking dumbasses.
2: Why well, you never see Santa Claus without his hat on? I yeah. haven't seen him without it yet.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, honey, yeah, let's let's celebrate the birth of Jesus. No, nah, let's celebrate that fat dude. <laughs> let's go have our kids sit on his lap all creepily. Hey, tell yeah. him. Tell me your. Mo- Hey, hey, little Jimmy, tell him your most uh, intimate desires. Okay. Hi, Santa. Hi, you little kid. Come sit on my lap with my huge bone. I mean, hello. (laughs) Everybody. Hurry, Uncle Claudius. Yeah, exactly. Fucking dumb fucking. All right, anyways. I will (laughs) give... (laughs) I will give... uh, What are we doing? Night of the Werewolf. I will give this a shit um i want to give it a 4 but i'm going to give it a 3 because it's not something i'm going to watch all the time but it's something i can watch again there's enough nudity and enough beauty in it to keep me from like yeah. cha- you know keep my attention uh, paul nashi like you're saying this is like the 15th in this series and it's all the same thing <laughs> i think thing. it's the 204th. okay whatever but it's it's like the Which same It has people right to it <laughs> I, I implore people to do it. Let us know what you're thinking. <laughs> Let us know what the best of the series is, and maybe we'll review it. Okay.
2: Right, and definitely write in and tell us who's who's right, yeah. Raven or me on AI AIR. art.
1: But yeah, yeah, but it can only be humans to write but in. We can't have a yeah, yeah. No, no, none AI,
2: AI chat writing and shit. Damn but it! You know what? I I can't rule it I'm out. I'm your biggest because, fan, you know, Raven.
1: I don't. Raven why would you say that I, I've followed you since 2010 when you were on MySpace <laughs> I don't give a fuck bleep blop you're not marrying my daughter
2: I won't let one of my daughters marry an AI
1: Get, you better hit the road blip blop cause I ain't having you in my house you Get better shotgun, ma. do you know the bible boy John three sixteen.
2: I back to Jesus.
1: You better. I better not see you up in heaven, boy.
2: <laughs> I kick your ass, your robot ass, all the way to hell.
1: Anyway, all right. So, what, <laughs> what do you rate Night of the Werewolf? You know, boy, it's. I rate it kind of low
2: because for me, like I said, the, the other movies are more memorable. Kind of fizzled one, out this, at number five. It, it, this one, if, if you let your mind stray while you're watching it, it, it it's quick. It, it's easy to zone out and lose the story they're trying to tell you and to just like not want to get into it. You just kind of watch it. And you're like, yeah, oh, hum. Yeah. And, uh, it, almost... you kind of have to pay attention and it's slow. So it, sometimes it's, it's easy to get distracted if you're the type of person that likes to stay
1: busy. Yeah, exactly. That's how I was. I, I had to watch it three times just to get the plot. <laughs> Me too. But, um, I, it, there's a plot and like I said, like the chicks are hot. Oh yeah. So go ahead and rate it. I'm sorry. Or finish what you were saying.
2: Oh, well, I'll call it do we rate out of five stars. Yeah. I'll give it two. two I'll give it two stars.
3: Wow. All right. I,
2: it, 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 it has, it's an already movie. It's well done. It has some really neat themes. Uh, I feel like there's a better movie hidden in this movie, yeah. and I wish I had all the raw footage at my disposal to edit together a different movie.
1: <laughs> no, you don't I think either. I
2: could make a better movie somehow by taking playing with the story, playing with the sequence,
1: uh, well, I guess adding the more. <laughs> I that would be one thing that AI is good for, is to scrub all yeah. the, those elements because... If you're doing the old school way, like George Romero used to do, fucking hanging yeah. up film reels while he's fucking smoking a 12-pack of fucking Newports, fucking <laughs> yeah. good luck. And then the, all you can see is that little fucking image. It's like, how did people do that back in the day? Now I know, com- well, they had,
2: this, they had a, a light box that they could put it over it and it would project it up. I know, but
1: So Anyway, so a two out of five, all right. Um
2: yeah, yeah let's call it two out of five and and you know it's not it's a, it's a good movie but it's not a movie that the way it's presented now is' eminently you want to watch it again and again or anything you get the story from one yeah if you pay attention from one
1: showing um I just want to say it looks it looks stylistically great it it looks like uh, a certain time frame um it's mm-hmm. it's supposed to be modern day when it takes place um but it looks uh it looks it looks very old. It looks very '60s ass. It does. So for a
2: 1981 movie, it looks like Paul Naschy, who, who produced it. He put a lot of his money into these movies yeah. to get them made. He said, "You know what? I'm I'm just sticking. I I'm staying with my thing, and I'm making a movie that probably could have been made ten years earlier easily. You know, like, yeah. like I'm not. You know, I'm making a movie that's from could be from the late '60s, early '70s. Like it, there's no." Nothing cutting edge about it that would place it in 1981.
1: You know. Yeah, and plus, then it was released in '85 here, so we're really like, what the yeah. fuck? um Yeah. So I also want to say something about Paul Naschy. It's like this guy must have thought he was like the sexiest man alive. Fucking right. He wrote the script. He was <laughs> like, and now there's a love scene. Of course, there is you <laughs> fucker. <laughs> and then um, some else. You- of- Go ahead. What?
2: I thought of I thought of an obscure nerd fact. What? He, the soundtrack for the beginning and ending credits for this movie
1: mm-hmm.
2: is the same soundtrack as from that cheesy Tentacles movie from
1: 1977.
2: Oh, nice. It's it sounds... an Italian movie? Yeah. So it was, it was like a freebie in the library of sound here at this studio <laughs> soundtrack that he just threw on that. He wasn't going to pay any extra studio. money to <laughs> have a new soundtrack.
1: Eh, track number two. Um, Yeah. Not to stereotype Italians, um, but uh, uh, yeah, like the music, I was going to mention something about it. It's like, I love music like this, but I also don't because it's... um, Yeah, it's too upbeat. It's like, wow, you think you're like in the beginning and ending. It's like, it
2: gets you in this upbeat mood. Like we're going to watch some kind of comedy romance movie or something like, like you have this false feeling for what you're about to watch.
1: Yeah. But that's the thing it, it reminds me of this this style of movie too you know like uh uh-huh. spanish italian type type movies um yes yeah. you know late 60s 70s early 80s mid 80s type stuff all right anyway all right so oh yeah and plus uh one thing one last thing about paul nashie is he looks like brian quinn the impractical joker uh huh. so i'm just saying he sh- uh brian quinn should play him in a docu-pick. <laughs> All right. When,
2: when the Paul Massey documentary comes out, there probably is Brian one. Quinn, do it!
1: I'm going to write to him right now. <laughs> Brian Quinn, you got to do this. Quit impractical joking and <laughs> do that You fall, know, Paul Hollywood Nashville.
2: never gets tired of making documentaries about themselves.
1: Yeah, especially ones that are fucking complete <laughs> inaccurate. Dude, that's another thing I hate about doc. like, um, I've not, I've not watched like a Bohemian Rhapsody or that Motley Crue documentary. I think
2: no, I haven't watched any of
1: that either, and I didn't watch Straight Outta Compton either, because it's like none of these are going to be accurate. Like they're just glorifying like the key moments of these people's lives, but not even accurately. Because there's like people, you can always find a YouTube right. video of someone going, "That's not how it happened," <laughs> you know? It's like
2: right, yeah, so, yeah, the, right. The, the, there's always a bent in a lot of these documentaries. that's not a documentary.
1: Yeah, so I just can't. And even that Weird Al one, like I want to, I wanted to watch that one, but I'm like. Nah, fuck that, too, because I, I know they're going to be like, ooh, he did... He, yeah, whatever it's called, Weird, I think it's called. It just came out, it's mm-hmm. got... Um, mm-hmm.
2: I haven't his, seen it, I heard it was good, though.
1: What's his face? Oh, but I don't know. Uh, the kid that got molested when he was a kid. Uh, I don't know, whatever. Okay, so, uh, next movie, Vampire Hookers from 1978. And we do have a trailer for this one. We did not have a trailer for the last one because the trailer was just sound effects.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hate that one trailer. And I do my radio show. I have the same problem.
1: Yeah. All right. So this is a minute 35. So Ken, keep your... Yeah, shut, shut the hell
4: up. <laughs> <laughs> for horror unspeakable, vampire hookers, it may be the most exciting emotional experience you'll enjoy this year. You like the way I look? yeah a red-blooded American what the hell is this that my friend is not the question to be or not to be that's the question you're out of your mind pal This tasteful, delicious, pulse-pounding entertainment. I am Richmond Reed. I died in 1847. Died in? 1847. That would make you... Uh...
1: Okay, it's kind of going on too long here, but uh, this movie's got this really cool theme song in it. You still there, Ken? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want you
0: to take a poopy. Yeah.
2: I, I I like the music on this. Yeah.
3: This means we have good music. Don't get hooked by hunger when you sail
1: in southern sea. Did you hear that at all? No. Damn. I put my uh, had, uh my headphones up to this uh microphone, but Oh, you didn't. I can't even hear it. Wow. Yeah, that sucks. All right. But anyways, it was that song. Don't get hooked by a hooker. <laughs> anyway. All right. So the movie starts off with a weird poem with John Carradine yeah. reciting. It's not yeah, as Yeah, cool. John
2: Carradine, apparently, they had enough footage of him just doing his Shakespearean quotes and being <laughs> John Carradine that they said, you know, let's start this movie off with John Carradine. He's the star. He's got. He's getting the most money. He's he's the draw, the horror <laughs> draw, big name. So, so let's open with him just doing a little Shakespearean poem, you know, for no reason at all.
1: I don't know what this was. Was it Shakespearean? Because it sounded like it was kind of like... I, I believe it is. Some weird, all uh, blasphemous thing, but uh, it's not as cool as the fucking opening poem of, uh, or it wasn't even a poem in Howling 2 when Christopher Lee was like, and then the whore, bitch, yeah. demon...
2: Yeah, so they can give him some weird narrative.
1: Well, anyways, um, it's 41 seconds. I'm going to play it now.
2: Okay. She meanwhile with strawberry
4: lips cajoles and like an asp writhing on burning coals. Moist on my lips and I can lull to sleep thine ancient conscience in my couches deep. I am so learned in the amorous heart that when men I crush to my dreaded heart or to their mumbling kisses bear my bust. So frail, so bold, so shy, and so robust that impotent angels damn themselves for me.
1: Impotent angels damn themselves for me. Why would... (laughs) Okay, John. Anyway, um, so this movie starts off with a couple sailors um, Tom and uh, Tom and Bruce, Tom Buckley and Bruce. Yeah. Oh no no, that's a, yeah, that's the real actor. Um, Tom and Terry. Yeah, Tom Buckley and Terry Wayne. Uh, okay. One of them, uh, the Terry guy looks like like a young Michael Rucker. I don't know if anybody. Okay. Knows. Yeah, okay. it looks like that to me. Uh, so they're on leave or um, shore leave, I guess, and uh. You know, doing what, uh, you know, stereotypical. Where, I, I don't know where yeah, they're at. Yeah, stereotypical
2: sailors did you catch drinking, looking for women to screw.
1: Yeah, did you catch where they're at? Because it seems like, what, Singapore or something.
2: No, the, the, the movie's shot in Manila, the Philippines. Okay, the capital Philippines. Of the Philippines. Okay. So,
1: That's what I was thinking. Because they run into a couple yeah. ladyboys. Mm-hmm. But there's this awesome scene where... uh here, I'm just going to play uh, their introduction. It's 34 seconds, so here we go. All my life I've heard about Sailor's having a girl in every port, and this is the first port I've seen. Yet
4: I don't think you know what to do if you got your hands on a girl. I'd know enough to get more than my hands on her. <laughs> By the time you figured it out, she'd be more worked over than a
1: $2 hooker at a Shriners convention. Ooh, I can handle it.
0: I know. You've been handling it all the way from San Francisco. And you'll be dreaming about it all the way back to San Francisco. Why don't we just stow these bags in the barracks and uh, hit the town? I'm with you.
4: Okay, Sean. All
1: right. So um, they're going to stow their bags at the barracks and hit the town. So, you know, they're Mm -hmm. just, just, you know, striking out, blah, blah, left and right. But the funny thing is, too, is, like, they get in fights. And uh, it's funny because they, like, hold their own. <laughs> Just like they never really come up the short end of the stick, I guess. Uh, in fights, no. but with the women, they do. And uh, <laughs> um, and they're uh. Well, no,
2: that guy he he gets it on with them vampire bras. I think he's got he's got a good thing going.
1: Well, hold on, don't don't bury the lead, homeboy. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's where where we at right now. <laughs> we gotta lead up,
1: we gotta lead up to the climax.
2: All right, oh so, yeah.
1: All right so um the uh their uh colonel is out there too, and he's like he's got the hook up, so finally they end up at a bar, and the Julio is their like the their guide the friend I know what yeah. everything is I know where all the good hookers are, so mm-hmm. the colonel uh what's his name uh captain oh this guy the actor. He reminds me of two different actors. One specifically is that Captain Obvious uh from the travel travel commercials I think it is. I'm not mm. really.
2: Yeah, kind of know what you mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: That guy and then um he's this ac- he's yeah, like this kind co- of a hipster. He's this comedy actor that's in, like in everything. I don't know his name, but he's The b- Filipino guy? No, 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 no. The guy who's the colonel. Oh. He's got the beard. the, guy, the guy. bald
2: Oh, the, guy with the beard, yeah. Yeah.
1: So he reminds, Julio. no, not Julio. <laughs> um, so he reminds me the actor. He reminds me of this uh, comedy actor who's in almost everything. He's skinny. Uh, he's bald. He's got glasses. He's got a beard. It's been progressively getting uh, grayer over the years. But he's like, I don't, I don't know his name. But if I showed you a picture of him, you know exactly who he is. I just don't. Oh, maybe. You should. Text me the picture. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I don't know. I I know it's, and even the listening audience, I, I don't know. I'll yeah. try. I will try to include him in some kind of artwork for the image for the splash screen. Yeah. So, all right. So he he gets picked up by Cherish, played by uh, uh, Maria Stride, I think, and she takes him back to her house, which is a graveyard, and you get this. Yeah dialogue um this is a minute 14 so buckle in
4: you know it gives me the creeps going past the cemetery
0: we're not going fast
4: no are we gonna turn off someplace we go in we go in you mean we're gonna do it in a cemetery this is where i live you live here oh you're the caretaker or something Or your father's the caretaker. My father's dead. And you wanted to be close to him. People live where they have to live. Yeah, but honey, nobody has to live in a cemetery. People live in cardboard boxes under railroad bridges. And they live on benches in the park. I knew a guy once who lived in the 54 Plymouth. Yeah, I've done it in 1954 Mm -hmm. Plymouth, but never in a cemetery. You'll never know it's a cemetery once you get inside. Inside? A red blooded man like yourself couldn't be afraid of the dead.
1: The dead? Dead. Yeah. So, uh... uh. What's next? Trusty friend, graveyard, uh. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, poem sailors oh so then they run into a couple uh, this is before what I just played but they, um, the two sailor guys Terry and Tom they run into some some dudes on the street they're just hanging out and they share yeah. a, share a couple beers and then the local the natives <laughs> natives the locals uh, give them something called a balut
3: yeah,
2: it's a duck egg.
1: Yeah. And I I I've, I've I've heard of these cuz I remember uh, a coworker she said that uh her and her daughter were at one of the um Asian stores, like the Asian uh, market yeah. market stores in her to- hometown. Mm-hmm. And uh they had those and like the girl she's like or the mom's like oh that's so gross and she's like shit, I'd eat that. And she's like being defiant like she's like a teenager or whatever and she's like Alright, I'll buy it for you. So she ate it like right then and there. And she's uh-huh. like she's like, all you have to do is not think about it. And I'm like, I don't know, I'd be thinking about that the whole fucking time. <laughs> Cause, that, <laughs> that, Cause that can't taste good. It's just
3: eggs.
2: I mean, what 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 you think? A duck egg's gonna be worse than a regular egg? I don't understand.
1: Well, yeah. Cause it's like not the exact same. Cause like hard boiled eggs are hard boiled eggs. That's like yeah. something a little different, a little more raw. And then he's like, drink the water, too. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I'll drink. Hey,
2: guys, get out from under there. I
1: got, I'm sorry, I'm at my dog. <laughs> hey.
2: Get out here. Sorry. <clears throat>
1: sorry. So, um, uh, so yeah, they tricked them into eating that blah, blah, blah. So, all right, so. It wasn't,
2: it wasn't cooked at all? Was it raw?
1: I think it was raw. Because I think it's I don't just, know. It looked to me it,
2: like it was yeah. kind of cooked in brownish color, like a discolored yellow egg or something weird. Like, yeah, it, I couldn't tell.
1: Yeah, the coloring was gross because it's like a dark gray, brown, beige. It, yeah, it's. It anyway. It looked
2: more like cauliflower was sticking out of that egg. Than it looked fucking gross, is egg. what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> looks gross, tastes gross, sounds gross. It's gross, all right? All right, so um, they. Uh, they're trying to find their colonel who's missing. So then they end up going to, or they don't go into the graveyard and find out there's vampires. The vampires introduce themselves as yeah, Mar- Marcy, Susie, uh, Cherish and Richmond Reed who died in 1773. <laughs> so, um, Oh, one thing I want to mention though is after they met them, uh, they had to retreat into the graveyard cause the, uh, the daylight came up, and uh, yeah, the graveyard. They're just not
2: good at telling time. Those vampires. They don't have watches. I know. It's so d- that sun
1: surprises <laughs> them. You would think after seven hundred years, it, you get it down yeah, to a after something that could kill you. <laughs> after you, okay, seven hundred
2: years times three hundred and
1: sixty-five <laughs> <yeah. laughs> like, equals a lot. It's a lot. So, um, uh, but, we've
2: had a lot of days to avoid that sunlight.
1: Yeah. So anyways, the graveyard in the daytime looked fucking awesome. Like, I wish they would have had more shots of the graveyard in the daytime because, I don't know, it yeah, just looked, it looked really cool. Did. And plus, like, the like the the film grade, too, made it look really awesome. So, mm-hmm. alright, so <clears throat> uh, they eventually they go back again but the one guy doesn't go in, or I can't remember what happens, but the one guy goes in. Yeah, one guy-
2: out of the cab, one goes
1: in. Yeah, and he
2: gets I don't, trapped. because oh, the one guy he just refused to go. He was scared. Yeah, Another he guy
1: wasn't going to go to the graveyard. The one guy gets trapped after he goes with the cops, and um ends up staying the night. And then that's what you were alluding to earlier. The great one of the greatest scenes yeah. in cinema history, which starts at what?
2: Yeah, <laughs> when when those three vampire hookers start to molest that guy, they tie him up and doing sex stuff.
1: Yep. have a...
2: It becomes a softcore porn at about the 49 minute, 31
1: second mark. <laughs> that's what, that's what, that's going ta- to be the tagline to the show. 49.28. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or whatever it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's great. I mean, because it's like, you know, a male fantasy. You know, three hot chicks, just tending to your every desire and they're insatiable and yada yada it's like it's, it's an awesome scenario so um uh i mean he's he's under the illusion they're gonna kill him anyway so i guess he just kind of is playing along but uh his fun, fun yeah he's f- had a good
2: time it, i like how they it's very arty isn't it the way they yeah. intersperse the scenes of him making love with each individual vampire hooker? Yeah, and then yeah, what, they're just showing the Baphomet paintings in the background that are like in sexual images.
1: Yeah, very satanic stuff. So, but the, yeah, the thing, yeah, like you just mentioned that. I guess I'm glossing over it, but yeah, it is very artful because like uh, there's the music playing in the background. It was it was shot very well. I mean, this guy's fucking making out these women. You know, it's
2: Sounds like seventies porno music playing. He's making out to these hot gals. Yep.
1: You know, as a sidetrack, really quick. Like, think of all the, think of all the music you've made in your life, and think of like all mm-hmm. the music that's ever been made by anyone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So there's there's just infinite amounts of just original music out there. Okay. Think of all the music that's been used in porns. And yeah. Like how wasteful that music is like it could have been used for other things it's like nah this chick's getting railed let's try out track number three here and yeah. who knows you know track number three could have been like one of the greatest fucking soundtracks to you know mission impossible 17 you know anyway
3: <laughs>
1: this is how I. Think. Know, it
2: could have been anything but now it's identified with this scene in this porn movie
1: it's identified as butt crack number three <laughs> okay so um
2: john Holmes, scene seven
1: <laughs> so uh oh yeah w- i guess we keep forgetting to talk about pavo who is like the renfield type character Who's like this
2: big yeah he, he's a great character actor i looked him up because i'd seen him in a lot of stuff before i was like who is this guy
1: that's kind of funny because I was, I was wondering if he's been in other things because yeah, I, well, I, his face was so familiar. I was like, I know this guy from other movies. Oh, he's my pro—he's <laughs> <laughs> my prostate doctor. Holy shit!
2: <laughs> <laughs> his name is the guy playing Pavo is Vic Diaz. Mm. That's the main name he went by in Hollywood. Vic Diaz, and he—he uh, he was a Filipino actor, but he came over here and was in a lot of U.S. stuff. But this is a U.S.-Philippine uh, co-production. This movie.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh rem- I'm gonna write this down. Remind me slit throat. <clears> throat> we'll get back to that. So um, Throat? Yeah. So okay. this actor or the guy who plays Pavo, like he, he's like this fat, kind of bumbling, you know, just hapless character. And he farts a lot though, which is kind of weird. Yeah, the fart he, joke, you're right. And it's stupid Go too, because he hey. like he's like he's he smells it. Or he'll like he'll hold his nose, yeah. like no one, no one ever holds their nose to their a own bunch farts. Of fart
3: jokes.
2: Peppered through this movie are a bunch of fart jokes that are completely not needed and <laughs> distracting, and make it a lot more juvenile for no reason. I don't know.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. So like when you ultimately think of this movie, it's just just a dumb. It's really dumb. There's no, really no plot. It's just get some. I'll tell you. Get some titties. Yeah, you're right. It's a dumb movie, but it's a watchable
2: movie, and and it has great music, and the thing about this movie, I mean, this movie's better than the werewolf movie we were just talking about. Oh, yeah. You know? Of course. And it even has one similarity, by the way, with that werewolf movie. It does some slow motion stuff in the sex scene, just like it's uh, Ah, Tombs of the Blind Dead.
1: (laughs) Neither werewolf. What the hell are you doing?
2: Yeah. Just like Night of the Werewolf, we, we have it here in Vampire Hookers as well.
1: I, I like to I like to go in slow motion when I'm making love, too. So I kind of identify <laughs> with these. All right. so well, um, Let me
2: mention something about Vic Diaz. Can I for a minute? That Pablo guy? I, I'll just tell you some of the movies he's been in and why you've probably seen him. Okay? okay.
3: Go ahead. Look, I want you to know I really hurts. don't feel comfortable doing
2: Either we've done or we should you. be doing Huh? He was in Beast of the Yellow Knight.
1: Oh, yeah. I've heard he of it.
2: He was that. in Night of the Cobra Woman. Oh, sorry.
1: No, go ahead. I just said I heard of it.
2: Yeah, he was in Black Mama, White Mama.
1: Mm.
2: He was in the Big Bird Cage.
1: Oh, he so was in Super right. Beast. Okay.
2: He was in Daughters of Satan. And he was in The Thirsty Dead.
1: Not the Hungry Dead, though?
2: He, a movie called A Taste of Hell. And then he was in Bamboo God or Iron Man. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Bam, Bamboo God and Iron Man. Bamboo Gods, I think, eh? and Iron Man.
1: Okay, are we done with his uh, disco- or filmography? It, <laughs> that's,
3: just, that's not
1: his
2: full filmography. Oh that's just a selection. He, he's been on TV... This guy is a character These are the guy that I've seen in so many thing things. I've ever eaten in my it's incredible! Like they're dry as fuck, gross as hell, tastes pretty nasty. Make my teeth. So there's two but big gross. people in this movie: him and John Carradine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's wonderful that you you're you're, just, you're comparing those two careers. Well, okay. no,
2: I mean really, Vic Diaz. He, he's a he's a big performer. He's been in a lot. It doesn't matter that he was in a lot of low-budget stuff. I mean, John Carradine was in a lot of low-budget stuff. It was just he was in a lot of media overall.
1: Okay, well, when we go to Hollywood, I'm going to look for the Vic Diaz Walk of Fame star.
2: Yeah, take a we should, picture with you know, it. if he doesn't have one, we better give him one.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll set that up. We'll get a Kickstarter going, Ken. Start that tomorrow.
2: <laughs> yeah, that'll be my next project. I'm waiting to win the lottery so I can do all this charity work.
1: Actually, I won't do the artwork. You'll fucking hire an AI robot to do the artwork. So fuck me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all
1: right, I guess that's it. Oh yeah, um, I I'm gonna give this a five out of five because this is a movie that I will watch again. Um, yeah, I I think it's great. I identify with it. <laughs> yeah, I
2: watched it again and I took little screenshots of all those paintings in the background of Baffle Met screwing in, in, in an orgy of whatever he was doing.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's like a good little little devil worshiper.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to check it out. <laughs> Because sometimes I, I <laughs> this gets us back to our AI art conversation. I generate, I use the word BaffleMet when I generate AI art.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: AI
2: art knows what BaffleMet is. It, it is BaffleMet, you
1: dummy. Huh? <laughs> of course it does, because it's made by BaffleMet, you dum-dum. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I got to sprinkle a little myself in this program. Ugh. When are you Satanist going to learn? <laughs> just sell your wares at Spencer's And shut Don't
2: up Don't do evil kids
1: Yeah stop with this eel bullshit Can't we just grow <laughs> gardens and be nice And fuck, fuck each other <laughs> God Alright So what would you rank this This
2: is a wholesome satanic family movie <laughs> I would rank this way up there I would say this is Uh yeah, four. All right, that's respectful. Why not? It's pretty good. I can watch this. It's fun.
3: Yeah. Got
2: a lot of stupid one-liners. You know they had opening line? Yes. Do you remember? Uh, you say, uh, "What do you say?" Uh, this place has had more.
1: What is it? More or, um, or, uh, traffic than uh Shriners.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: The, the, uh, these hookers have seen more. Yeah, more traffic than than a, than a two dollar hooker at a Shriner convention. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And I'm like, uh, the Shriners are into gay sex with little boys. I'm not sure what it- <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know what they're... Doing, yeah, they're right? We're, we're giving them a more wholesome image here for this movie.
1: Yeah. They're fucking grown men. More, to more
2: work. worked over. That's the quote. They say more worked over. <laughs> These hookers are more more worked over and than a $2 boy. hooker at a Shriners convention. That's how they were feeling.
1: Oh, I got one. Those 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 are... They're more worked over than the two Cory's in the Hollywood. Or, never no, I mind. Mean, fuck it.
2: Let's <laughs> yeah. do Or Corey yeah. and Cory with the name.
1: Hame, yeah. All right. So, did you, you didn't rank it. Oh, uh, yeah. I gave it four. I oh. got four. Oh, yes, you did. Okay. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Uh,
1: my brain's not working. Maybe I need to get an AI one. Y-
2: you're not high enough.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. It's kind of wearing off.
2: <laughs> See, I'm, I'm enhanced.
1: <laughs> so that's the only enhancement I, I agree with. I don't need no fucking. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if I lost a limb, I'd want a prosthetic, but maybe not. Maybe I'd just be like, "Yeah, fuck it. Where's my unemployment check?" <laughs> <laughs> I want my disability check. How you fucking government?
2: I want to risk my life.
1: Yeah, give me, give me some free shit.
2: <laughs> you know i think living like that is harder than working for a living you know like oh, yeah. if you're going to be a complete deadbeat stay home and watch cartoons all day Though so it sounds fun at times we yeah. we that's called the weekend for me yeah. but um it it's like it, it's you're, you're scrambling you're struggling even getting the all the pennies and bullshit to just subsist you're still living at a low level oh, you yeah. could easily just get a job and and live a lot better you know of course like,
1: i mean yeah you have to plan that shit i mean there's extreme yeah. cases where people can't i, like,
2: right. blah, I know there's people blah, blah, but with real disabilities but I'm, I'm saying for yeah we're talking about those people fucking talk about the
1: yeah those fucking fucks like, i want a universal income oh yeah you do i mean <laughs> like that's not whole another topic but fuck <laughs> this is gonna, right. I, I, I do too, but I want to fucking create something as well, so fuck you. But no, yeah. AI's gonna take that over, so all we're gonna be able to do is watch TV. Hook up a fucking thing to our head. <laughs> because of the actions
2: of Ken Gage in particular. Yeah, you fucking AIR not gonna take over the world.
1: Ken, I'm gonna c I'm gonna have to come and beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's what happens in life is when people kind of go go unwarranted and just kind of like, kinda like yeah, kinda, sell us
2: out to the android invasion
1: yeah just kind of go living their life willy nilly thinking everything's okay the robots are going to be our saviors I'm going to have to come <laughs> whip some sense in your goddamn ass
2: you're not oh, there's going to be many a movie still made
3: about
1: yeah you notice they're all knows, the same fucking thing a force of evil. yeah but do you notice they're all the same fucking thing over and over every fucking movie? It's, like, it's just AI oh, yeah. taking over and being all confused. Like <laughs> why, why dad? Why dad? Pinocchio. It's like, no, you're not my son. <laughs> 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 You'll never be real. But in all honesty to just to put a cap on, on this is like, you know, if AI if we were to make AI so superior that it could have feelings and all that kind of shit, of course I would be on the same boat as like letting them have like rights and such. But I know that we, we don't let, we shouldn't let it get to that point. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we need to pull pump the brakes, but we're not going to. I mean, remember when Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan's like, I've tried to warn people. I've tried to warn people. And now it's too late. <laughs> oh, he's so dramatic. Yeah, I know, but he's the one making the shit, and his... his he, so, Yeah, he's the one
2: financing it all, so I don't know. Yeah. A you, lot you, of know his,
1: you know who his grandparents... Are? Dude, do a deep dive into his family lineage. You'll be very shocked. All right, so that's... Oh, yeah, no, I think I've heard stuff that he... That's about the end of what I have to say about AI. do you want to hear me say... <laughs> <about> <laughs> AI.
2: We're still talking about AI. Unless you, want,
1: unless you need me to condemn it and say fuck 300 more times, but... Um, you know, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not against people doing it, but I'm just saying you shouldn't. It's a, it's one of those uh, Pandora box type things, and you know, if you can't, you not know,
2: The only real negative I have with it <laughs> is I can't I do it all the time.
3: For, I
2: mean, no, no. I mean, I like doing it. It's fun. It's easy to come up with cool art. Um, I don't want to put my name to it, like. Because, you know, I don't want to say synthesized by Ken Gage all the time. I, I don't mind putting it on a product. You know, say, oh, here, here's a cool postcard with this image, this AI image. But I always want it identified as an AI image. I feel like that should be an obligation of any artist to identify what they're using as AI. I know. But you know, that's, even... that's the moral code I have for it. Yeah, and if I... you want to, you know, uh, that way it allows people who don't want anything to do with it, to know what it is and to, uh, you know, be able to circumvent it.
1: Yeah. That sounds great. I would agree with that, but you got to understand people aren't fucking honest like that and they're never going to, no. you know, so.
2: No, right. That's the problem right now. I think you're going to have, you're going to have artists who say, well, I don't really care. I'm not going to differentiate my AI stuff from anything else. Yeah. because I'm doing so much digital already. It's like there is barely noticeable difference
1: on art There is categories, so that you can't mix them. But I yeah. have I have my categories, uh, so I catch everything. So, but that's the thing too mm-hmm. is like even like the best like deep fakes or AI type things like that. I'm able to see mm-hmm. see through them. But that's another yeah. thing too is that they're going to get sometimes s- you can do it they're going to get so good. I mean, think about watching a movie. Like some movies Mm -hmm. are just immaculate with the AI they can do. And not just that with the news, like CNN, when they're doing weather reports, they can create how, I mean, I I remember watching them um, simulate a flood and they showed a car and they showed water filling up the above around the car and everything. And it was, it looked fucking real. You know what I mean?
2: Right. It was all great. Yeah. Right. It looked. Yeah. I know they're good at modeling all that.
1: Or even uh, football, like when they draw things onto the the the. Uh, field. Yeah.
2: On the screen now, when they do all that, it looks great.
1: Yeah, it's like pre. It's almost like pre-rendered, though. It's like how the hell, you know? So. Yep. That's all I'm saying is like, it all the shit's pretty. You know, I I'm not gonna deny that, but I'm just saying sometimes the prettiest things aren't the best things, and.
2: No. I, I think they're worth valid images, though. I mean, they're they're fun to look at. I think I think what this is going to do is create a lot more art. It's going to create more art you know, in general. We'll it's going to stimulate a lot of art, even if you have artists who all they do now is mechanically follow a drawing process to duplicate an AI image. That's what you're saying. Huh? And that's still art. That's still valid. It's just they're not using their imagination to create the design. You know, they're, they're just totally using what the machine gave them.
1: All right. So you were supposed to remind me to uh, slit throat.
2: But that's like painting a still life. That's still showing off your skill. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, was awesome. All right, so slit throat. <laughs> 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 okay, did you know... Um, are you, cause I. All right, I just found out about this. Uh, did you know this uh, actor named... Um, I think Richard Rocket. I think it, he was on Richard S- Rocket. Yeah. He was on Saturday Night Live. Let me let me look up the name. I don't think that's the right name. Uh he was one of the weekend update correspondents on um like during the Episcopal era. on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Uh he's been in a bunch of shit. He was um he was in Dumb and Dumber. He was the uh the main guy, uh the husband of the Mary chick. Who was like, commi- okay. commi- uh, let me look him up here. Uh, ch- ch- I, don't, oh. I don't remember offhand, but yeah.
2: Okay. Um, but what happened? What, is, he, is he in the news or something?
1: No. Um, he was like a famous actor and uh, he was found with his throat slit. Um, oh. It wasn't like too long ago either. It was like, uh, why am I looking this up on here? Um, damn. He's, But you would know his face, is all I'm saying. It's like he's been in so many things. Uh,
2: you know, the first thing I think of when I hear an actor's throat's been slit, is someone doing this to bring Elizabeth Bathory back from the grave?
1: <laughs> yes. But they're, bring, you know, they're bringing I back all the shitty celebrities. Uh, I brought back Benny Hill.
2: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> ah, damn I it. I had to inject some levity there.
1: I brought back fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Who is that? Who was that really old guy? Or he was always George Burns. Oh yeah, it's like uh, <laughs>
2: the oldest man in show business at the time.
1: <laughs> uh, dumb and Dumber. Here we go. Let me find this guy's name really quick because uh,
2: I, I love that old, his old TV show that uh, Burns and Allen. That, that's that's some old TV I can get behind. You know, it's always entertaining.
1: Or Bob and Ray. <laughs> Are you going back to that? Bob far? and Ray. Yeah, uh Bob, huh? Bob Something and Ray Elliott or is it Bob Elliott? Chris Elliott's dad. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he, he had a show like in the fucking forties or something like that. Was, I don't know. They oh maybe I
2: didn't know that. I didn't know Chris Elliott's dad had a show back yeah. then.
1: Yeah, dude. They huh? played they played on comedy the comedy channel back in the day. It came on like huh? Ugh. It was it was so boring. It was black and white, so I didn't Alright, so... Yeah,
2: well, life used to be black and white back then, before they invented color. <laughs> I know. Before they... Weird. They had to hire artists to paint everything on this planet. You probably don't know that, because you're young. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the whole world used to be black and white, and then they had to hire artists to paint everything on the planet.
1: As long as they're not fucking hiring AI artists. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't. hire it out back then. Nowadays, they would. If the mm. world was black and white, they would have to paint it.
1: Then they're going to create AI all these bro. new colors that fucking humans can't fucking hire comprehend. Much
3: Just paint everything.
1: Fuck. I'm telling you, people. <laughs> all right. So, man, I can't. I can't really say he's been in like anything. Well, he he was in Hocus Pocus. He played in Brain Smasher, Wild Palms, Flying Blind, Quantum Leap. Delirious, Parker Lewis, uh, he was in Dances with Wolves, shit, man. Earth Girls are Easy, Max Hedrick, anyways, he's been in a million things, but it's just weird, like, uh, he tried to get away from Hollywood for a little bit, I think 2007, okay. let me look up when he died,
2: I tried to get away from Hollywood and suddenly he ends up with his road slit.
1: Yeah, just like on his farm or whatever. Uh, 2005, he died. But, um, I don't know. He was. Oh, oh! The big controversy about his career is that he, uh, he was, uh, it was during the time, uh, uh, when JR, the Dallas thing with JR Ewing, like who shot JR? Yeah. Okay, so at the end of the Saturn Alive, uh, when they're doing the end, end, um, thing, end thing where they're all standing around and the music's playing or whatever. The, goodby- uh-huh. the goodbyes or whatever. He's, uh, yeah. I guess he was playing a JR character and they were, they were, uh, asking him something. And, like, I guess he said fuck live on TV. Oh. So it was like, oh, a I didn't know. And yeah, that, like, ruined his career or something. But, like, he,
3: uh,
2: he, he used the F word on TV and they decided to think him over it. <clears throat> he, yeah. He didn't have a career because back then they were so sensitive about every little thing.
1: Yeah, so I mean, you got to think it's still the same way. (laughs) Little brown nipple
2: slips out. Oh boy, we got to have a conniption fit.
1: Yeah, or even saying something that was so. We
2: got to pretend our big corporate image is always family friendly. We're all good, wholesome Christians here. (laughs) As they're assholes and take money like everyone else, right? Yep.
1: So yeah, I just thought it was weird. So I never, I never knew his, like, I never really remember. Like, I, I always seen his face and I know him from things, but I never really knew his name and never knew his history, blah, blah, blah. But just to find out his, his, you know, tragic ending is kind of, kind of weird. But that shit happens. I remember, you know, like, uh, what happened with Al Adamson. Yeah. yeah well, how did Al Adamson die? I know he did. Dude, his fucking kid uh, care, his caretaker or the, his, um the uh, guy working on his house killed him and like buried him under cement oh. like buried him like under the cement work he was doing.
2: <laughs> so he had some crazy guy work for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah dude there's a documentary it's on Tubi uh, The Life and time Yeah of, I had heard
2: of it Someone Al yeah, added some story or whatever I know there's a book about it too and all that but
1: Dude you know what sucks though is I wish I would have known this shit when I interviewed Graydon Clark back in 2009 because oh. They worked, right. they were like very close connected.
2: <clears throat> yeah, you could add. And
1: it's kind of crazy when I was asking him stuff, like he could have easily even mentioned that stuff because I know he didn't. He just kind of glancingly mentioned Al Adamson. And I didn't really know much about Al Adamson at the time either. So, but just, I don't know. I could probably even reach out to Gradon and see if he'd want to do a follow up. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Oh, speaking of though, listeners, I did reach out to Leva Bates. And we're going, uh-huh. we're going to be doing an interview sometime soon. We won't be, we're not going to be doing an interview because uh, we can't really talk about wrestling. But we're, uh-huh. we're going to be doing a review of Maniac Mansion for NES because we've been playing this since 2012. So.
2: Oh, yeah. I think you mentioned that to me before that you wanted to do a show event.
1: So, yeah. Um, so, she, we're finally going to do that. And then um, also with that show, there's an interview I did with... Uh, uh, Tony Malinowski, who is the director of uh, Curse of the Cannibal Confederates, Night of the Screaming Dead, and um, he d- he worked on a bunch of 80s stuff, like Dr. Alien, um, Chainsaw Hookers, a bunch of those really uh-huh. great uh, fr- um, Fred Olin Ray-type movies. Um, yeah. So we did a movie review with him, uh, me, Fake Shump, and uh, Kid Frankenstein, and we reviewed Bride of Frankenstein and King Kong. So i um, not sure when that show is going to come out. Hopefully um, next month, but we'll see. Cool. So I'm still working on some artwork and after I'm done with that, I'll reach out to Leva again. So, but yeah, she's down for it yeah. and she doesn't have to check in with her boss. If anybody knows anything about wrestling, uh, Tony Khan, blah, 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 but all right. So yeah. that's all. I got. Oh, well, can I, can I say, I have like two more things. Of course you can. You. We'll, uh, talk about your newest album. <laughs> Three more things, what? Talk about your newest album that just came out. <laughs> oh, no, I...
2: <laughs> you know, I, I don't even remember what the name of my latest album is, actually. Yeah, I know it came out in December. I was doing a couple a month for a while there. I put mm-hmm. out a couple albums in a
3: month. Um,
2: Yeah, you can always look up my music. Ken Gage's Brain Blister. On Bandcamp? On Bandcamp. Brain Blister Bandcamp, yeah. Um. But uh, I was, I was going to say, did, did, you catch, did, you, did you learn anything about the joke of the name of the character John Carradine plays in this movie? He's called Richmond Reed.
1: Oh.
2: So, so I guess what that's a nod to is John Carradine's birth name is Richmond Reed Carradine. Reed's his middle name. Oh. And so <clears throat> playing himself, he, he isolated the first part of his name that he replaced with just the word John, he's not really named John Carradine. Oh, that fucker. So, yeah. But that was sort of an oh my... And, and he died in... Uh, I don't know how many more movies he did after this, but uh, <laughs> he died in 88, I believe it was. 1988. Oh, wow. So, about 10 years after this movie.
1: <laughs> well, that's a good 10 years, I mean... Yeah.
2: And he's looking old in this movie. I mean, he's looking oh, like... Yeah. He's Retiring,
1: you know. I, he looks like he lived in the crypt.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, he belonged there for sure. I've been playing Dracula so goddamn long. I am him.
2: I just thought, you know, we got to we got to mention that. Uh, I was going to mention also the, you know, our, our three main ladies, our vampire hookers. Um, the most famous one, I think, is that Karen Stride. She was the main one. She uh, she actually has quite a little career of uh, being on Love Boat and all these TV shows. So. Uh, she did a lot of TV stuff and was on a lot of things. Then the, the second woman, Lenka uh, Novak, yeah, she was also in a lot of things, yes. uh, you know, bad movies and whatnot. But, yeah, was um, but, the, but, the, but the third woman, Katie Dolman, Dolan, She uh, this was, this was her only movie. <laughs> <laughs> this, is my, this is all she's known for, you know. Like, she didn't go anywhere in Hollywood or do anything else with this one film. Which, you know, maybe it was that off-putting, you know? Maybe maybe she's the real hero of the film.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's mean, isn't it? <laughs> meanism.
1: Meanism. <laughs> I, oh. I also wanted to say, I love that this movie has,
2: like, more titles than almost any movie I know. This movie's been mm-hmm. repackaged under so many names. It's been called Cemetery Girls, mm-hmm. which is a title that's used for three different horror films. Yes. Two others besides
1: I was going to mention that because
3: uh,
1: I was going to say it reminds me of a movie called Cemetery Girls.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but there are three movies called Cemetery Girls that are all different movies
1: Yeah,
2: because they are alternate titles for other movies. So even though there are already two movies out there called Cemetery Girls, this movie was also released under the title Cemetery Girls. It it was called uh, Night of the Bloodsuckers, also is one of its many titles. And uh, I think it was called Vampire Playgirls, too. Or was on the billing for Vampire Playgirls. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um,
2: all right. Everyone loves movies. And the guy who produced this movie, he produced a whole bunch of uh, stuff you've heard of. like He produced um, the Cover Girl Models show, Ebony, Ivory, and Jade. He produced a movie called Death Force.
3: <laughs> and
2: um, also known as Fighting Mad. And a uh, Hustler Squad. It's another one of his films.
1: Wow, I did not. I, I've never Alley heard of. Cat. Oh, Alley Cat.
2: Yeah, Alley Cat, he did too. Oh,
1: I know Alley. I would never so heard of those other four movies, but Alley Cat. Yeah, he's
2: produced a lot of sex exploitation film, So he's a he's a little bit of a hero,
1: dude. Yes, Alley Cat's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, yeah, I thought
2: Hooker's a great film. We're, oh, yeah. We were done with it already, weren't we? <laughs> we're already into promoting stuff. What are you promoting? What are you doing right now?
1: Um, I don't know. It's it's hard to promote stuff because, like, it just feels like I'm talking to no one. But um, I do want to put my book out eventually. Um, uh-huh. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, I'm working on my comic still. Um, I actually just started drawing stuff recently. I haven't, I haven't really done anything in almost a year now. Just...
2: You're going to do a book of your art, right?
1: Yeah, eventually. Good. Um, I yeah. had. I you
2: should, I mean, you should get together.
1: I know. <laughs> eventually. Um, because you can release it yourself on Amazon.
2: Is why I'm saying it. You know, they have their Kindle program now. You can just do books direct.
1: Yeah.
2: And I, I guess. When uh, I was, and they'll print them. They'll print them and send them.
1: Yeah, but not for free. That, I guess that's my main thing is I don't. No, have the, yeah, I don't have the money to do any of this sh- shit. So if people want, yeah, to, you, don't, you
2: don't need any to put this book together well, and my put it out. Fuck!
1: Can I just finish talking? <laughs>
2: oh, sorry.
1: Shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll um, but anyway, I don't know. So we'll see. Um, other than that, no. No, I encourage you
2: to do it. You got to put together your art book. I might put together one myself, just a small little. Something just
1: for fun of it. I know you're gonna put an AI art together. No, you AI know I thought about screenings. putting an
2: AI art book out, by, but not not to say like, oh, this is a Ken Gage book of
1: by Kenneth A.I. Art Romulus Gage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the history of the AI third. art by <laughs> Kenneth Romulus Gage. is that, that what you called me, Romulus yes. or Remus? What'd you call me?
3: Either, either or. <laughs>
2: Alpha,
1: Omega,
2: um, Gage. <laughs> you know, one of my barbarian characters, when I played Dungeons and Dragons, I like to play a barbarian fighter character. And, and I modeled him loosely after Conan, but I, I gave him the name Omega Zeta Gorn. All right. And so that was my barbarian. I was always Omega Zeta Gorn. Omega, the barbarian. <laughs> you yeah.
1: All right, Ken. Can we end the show that down? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, other than that, um, we'll end the show and then I'll say goodbye to you. So, all right. All right. This is Raven J signing off. And
2: yeah, this is Ken Gates signing off.
1: Say jump on a clip or something. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: sorry. <laughs> Yeah, Ken Gage. or re edit it.
1: All right, say goodbye.
2: All right, we'll see you at Ken Gage. Talk to you later.
1: <laughs> <Fun show.
3: laughs>
2: off the blue paint with some turpentine or whatever you could use,
3: huh.
2: and uh. Yeah, but he so but so he had a good and he'd give me toys all the time. He'd be like, Here, man, here, here's three He Man, here's three Beast Man. Here's you know, here's a here's a cat. I had a Castle Grayskull, you know, play set. What the fuck for free? I had I had a Kraken from uh, I had all the Clash of the Titan toys, I had uh, the Pegasus, I had the Charon, the you know, the Devil's Boatman, um, Calibos or what it was. just for free. For free, all the time. All the time, my buddy John would be giving me free He-Man shit or or Mattel stuff. I had the Fangor bat that had blood in its chest. I I had a free one of those, but I had to clean all that blue paint off of it.
1: (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. So so I
2: know. So it's almost like even though I was too old for that stuff, a lot of it. Um, no, can well, you, I mean, I wasn't. Do, too old. Some of it, I was. Uh, I just, I just had all that shit. So I'm like, sometimes I'm in some ways younger than I really am because I know the younger stuff because of that. Hey, hey,
1: you know? hey listen, listen, Dorian Gray. I want to just say yeah. that I don't know if I'm like angry at you right now, or <laughs> just overwhelmingly jealous, or just in awe because like. What the fuck? <laughs> you you're sitting here talking know. You, no, you're sitting here. Cool. You're sitting here saying, "And eh, you know what? My buddy used to give me all this free shit and I was too old for it, so I just kinda of put it in a box. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I know I
2: it was fun. It was cool. I loved the Clash of the Titan stuff. And I mean, I was an immature kid, so I'd be in my bedroom and I'd play with toys when I was it. I was 17 years old. I'm like still like. Oh, this is cool. I got this. You know, I'm pretending little scenarios out in my head, playing with toys like I'm a 10 year old. You know.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> so. you're like
2: that's too much. You should say that for your therapist, Ken.
1: <laughs> no, I don't care. Um,
2: no, carry there. That's why I said it. <laughs> I'm being
1: honest. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Do you wanna? Do you wanna start the show?
2: Yeah. Right. Or 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 I thought we did. I don't
1: know. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I gotta do a t- sound test really quick. So, all right. I okay. Got our sound here. So, uh, Mike one and you are.
2: I am the great Ken Gage here in the state of Michigan. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you said great before your name and not Michigan.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't think this is a great state. It's an okay state. It's cool where I live. I like my 10 acres.
4: But.
2: Mm-hmm. The people around here, though, are kind of <laughs> retarded. <laughs> Wait, did we start the show? <laughs> did I just start yeah. the show by insulting yeah. the people of Western? Repair
4: yourself.
1: Uh, not yet. This is still a test, but I will include this at the very end.